This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Do it. Yes, let's do it. This is Cole Eastwood, and this is Ecstasy Podcast. This is the Xbox newscast, as I said in the intro. An all-new intro, an all-new layout, and an all-new co-host, my good friend. Or he's he's kind of become my good friend. I guess we kind of forced to be friends. What's going on, Meg? How are you, buddy? <laughs> I am doing fantastic. You know what? What an absolute honor to be here. Guys, I want to do this. I want to do this show proud. I want to do everything that this is this is like a dream for me. And I gotta tell you, Colt, I gotta tell you this. When you first started this business, like way back when, I, I tried to hunt for it actually in the last two weeks to see if I could find it, but I couldn't find it. But here it is. I left a message for you in one of your videos, like way back. It's like, remember when you used to do like the little guitar thing? Yeah. Yeah. In your videos, like way back, right? Anyways, I left this, um, I left this uh, message on there and I'm, uh, whatever, comment. And I'm like, hey, man, you're new to this YouTube game. I've been listening to you. I really like your stuff, or whatever. And I wish you all the success in the future and this and that. You actually wrote back to me. And, I did. Uh, Oh yeah, well before you become, you know, before you got too famous, right? So you can't like you know <clears throat> message everybody anymore, like you know. Uh, but anyways, in all seriousness, you actually wrote back and you said, "Hey man, thanks a lot. I really, you know, I really want to do this YouTube thing, and I'm I'm really happy about it. And I think it's a lot of fun, and thanks for the support and all that." And I and I actually said, I even responded again. I said, <laughs> "You know, you're gonna have a great future, man. You just keep doing this stuff." Who the hell knew that five years later, six years later? These two clowns are sitting on the same show, doing a show together. It absolutely blows my mind. Like, it's just like one of those, like, meta moments. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, is this for real? You yeah. Know? But yeah. Uh, here we are. <laughs> I, I'm super excited, you know, and uh, we're kind of getting into the show. And, and I, I want to give Mag a minute to kind of explain who he is. But we, we were talking just before the show started. Like, his mic was just a little, something was a little not right. We were trying to get it right, make sure we could get everything going. And and mm-hmm. he, and he Mag says he had a bad dream that nothing was going to work on the first show. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, two days ago I had a dream that I went to do the show. And, and this is total, this is like Mag in my dream. He's like, hey, Cole, I know we're going live in like five minutes, but I got to run to the store real quick and get some stuff for my family. Uh, can you just, you know, do the show until I get back? And I'm like, uh, uh, okay, okay, you know. Because there's so many people here, Mag, that are coming to see the show. We really appreciate it. We've got 400 people here as we're just getting rolling. Yes, and do. then I come into the studio, right? And none of my stuff is ready. My mic and everything. It's like there's a mess everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot in here. <laughs> but um, well, it's confirmed, folks. Colt Eastwood dreams about me, okay? You heard it here first, okay? So I just wanted to, I just want to let everybody know, all 417 of you hit that like button to know that Colt Eastwood dreams about me and breaks out in sweats. That's a, that's a whole new thing for me, so I'm super oh happy gosh. about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I really appreciate you, bro. I, I mean, I, asking somebody to be on a show, you're asking them to take the time, and, oh, man, 
the people have really liked having you on the show. So I'm really glad to have you. And uh, as Red Wolf is in the chat, oh my gosh, so harder. But uh, we, we've been t- we've been talking about that in the back. Uh, so let me. I want to start by talking about where you come from in the gaming scene, but let me give a shout out to the channel members of patrons. And I, I'm going to come up with some music as I read these. We got, we got Mark Carwell, KY Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy Newt Box. Hold on a second. If anybody knows or has heard from Assassin Lupa, could you please send me a DM or an email at coleeastwooddesign at yeah. gmail.com? Please. We're all good friends with her. I have not heard from her in probably, probably six months. And, um, uh, she pays to be a patron, and I need to know if she's still around. I I haven't heard back from her. Uh, yeah. a, a kind of important message. Let me move on. Freaky Falon, Manic Master, Jason Luan, Mo B, Matt Burns, William Lanzi, Donnie Kazada, now Paulie Suicide King, Robert Jackson, Lord Starkill, Dante Moody, Dave Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz, VCM Co, Assassin Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargy Tawny, TK Chillin, Raiden Blade, Acute Perspective, True 77, Risk for the Biscuit, Micah Ford, Red Source, Dave UK, Quince Harmony, Attitude Deer, Pesky Krogan, Panda Bamboo, Trail Robert, Scrub Nurse, Neil B, Boba Fett, Gaming, MacBound, and Meat Puppet 007. Before I go to, we, you and I have been talking a hundred million yes. miles an hour, right? Haven't you noticed it, right? Before we get started, gas. Yeah, that's kind of my life, but yeah. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. Hey, what's going on? You doing micro machines? Yeah, micro machines. Oh, you see me at work. I'm like one of those auctioneers, you know, the guys like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. go ahead, brother. Uh, so for people who aren't up to speed, Gaz yes. was my co-host for 40 some episodes since last summer. And now that he's got a new job. He can't stay up till three or four right. in the morning. Mag he's is here in jail, but yes. <laughs> or, or in a foreign jail. As yes. It is. You know, he's in a foreign jail in Armenia. I know that as a fact. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there. we're going to introduce Mag to the, to the planet, I suppose. And, Shout out to everybody who's here. If you think you're going to have a time, or maybe you've already had a good time, you put a smile on your face, which is what we're going to try and do. Please hit the like button and support the show. Mag, tell people uh, your brief gaming history and how you got into this thing where you can get on camera and talk to people. Okay, well, let me, first of all, I just want to say hi to everybody in the chat. There's absolutely no way I could keep up with everybody who's calling me out right here and saying hi and everything else. So I'm just giving a grand hello to everybody in the chat, and thank you guys for all your support, uh, for getting me here to this point, which I never thought would ever happen. And uh, I got to tell you, the way this whole thing started, uh, first of all, gaming-wise, I started 1979. 1979, I started gaming. gaming. And uh, I was four years old. And I went to my aunt and uncle's house and they had a Pong, you know, like, and we're not talking like Pong made out of plastic. We're talking the ones that were actually made with like wood paneling, you know, like, like a station wagon from the seventies, like, 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 what's his like, like vacation with the, what's his name over there? It was yeah. like wood oh, yeah. paneling Pong. Yeah. And I'm just saying, and uh, we would go over there and we would play this thing for hours. My brother and I would just bink, boonk, bink. For like five, six hours while my parents were probably smoking dope upstairs. It was the 70s. Come on. Let's face it. What? Hey, who the hell knows, right? But uh, but anyways, in all seriousness, they were up having coffee, doing whatever, and doing it. And us in the basement, bing, bing, for like five, six hours. Absolutely adored it, right? Uh, Then from there, we moved on. Um, We never had anything ourselves. And in 1980, 81, somewhere around there, we went to visit our cousins in New York. And uh, in a shout out to the Bronx, baby. And uh, we went to go visit them over there. And um, they had an Atari uh, 2600. Right. And so started playing a party 2600 with a big joystick that was like, you know, you could you can get like carpal tunnel in like three minutes from using that thing because it was so stiff. And uh, anyway, I started playing that. <laughs> oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's like it would go, you know, and you're just a kid like breaking it would make your a noise. fingers trying to yeah. play this thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and fell in love. 
absolutely fell in love um we didn't have any consoles at home yet but my dad did and in those days which which, which was basically cost like the same price as a car he but you remember this called the pc jr you remember the PC Junior? It was a, it was a, well, maybe it was before your time. Might might be slightly right before your time. It was a, it was a, it was a home PC or whatever. The thing cost thousands of dollars, and uh, he brought it home, and we played King's Quest on there. If anybody remembers the old Sierra days, King's Quest. My dad, my brother, and I would sit there for days, months, years playing King's Quest, and once again, fell in love again. And just I realized something. Then I'll, then I could realize the pattern even like as an eight-year-old nine-year-old kid i'm like wait a minute there's a pattern here folks i'm in love with video games and then you know i'm not going to spill into the whole history would be here all bloody night but you know <laughs> you know then into the nintendo into the super nintendo then my neighbor had the 3do can you imagine that he had the 3do we were playing demolition man takes a media to catch one and, you know and all these other games whatever and it was awesome and then got into my own consoles and everything else and then i started listening to youtube Okay, fast forward all the way till like, you know, whatever it was, 2015, 2016, 2014, whatever it was, Angry Video Game Nerd, all these other guys. But then same. I discovered podcasts. Yeah, same thing. Same. Like everybody discovered those guys. And then I discovered, like, Dealer uh, first, and he was doing those ridiculous same. videos where he did, uh, he did the videos with uh, Witcher 3. You remember that? It was always Witcher 3 footage, and he'd be like, oh, you know. It was, I was Witcher 3 or Forza Motorsport 6 for Dealer videos That's back right. then. And I used to... <laughs> I used to call him the Elvis Presley of YouTube because he'd be like, um, so Xbox, uh, you know. Hey, what's, uh, what's going on? Yeah, this dealer gaming. Yeah. I, I used to play dealers. And I know we're talking about YouTube stuff, but I, a lot of you listened to a lot of dealers videos over the past five or six years. But I would have my phone sitting on my desk in the office watching a dealer video and he'd drop the F-bomb. I'd be like, whoa, because <laughs> yeah, I'd be in the I, office. I, well, yeah. Dealers fast and loose with that yep, on the air. Yep. Yeah, I mean, me behind the scenes. Oh my god! I mean, keep in mind, I've been an executive chef for like decades, right? So, <laughs> the F word is my favorite favorite word. But anyways, that's outside of the uh, you know performing. French fries. But anyways, I do what I do. Uh, hi in the chat. I see you guys. And uh, <laughs> anyways, started listening to that, and then from there, it sort of organically went into. Actually, you were you, you were part of the equation at some point. And I started watching those little videos and then the evolution of the podcast. And then I started listening to like the Xbox, whatever the hell it was, podcast with uh, Mooch and Crap Gamer and all those guys. Remember when they were all, it was like the big Xbox show and Xbox 448? Xbox Nation, and, I think it was. Yeah, Xbox yeah. Nation. That's what it was. It was Wednesday nights. And then, and then, uh, we've there all been there. Other people. Yeah, we've all been there. And like, and then it grew from there and grew from there. But then something funny happened after listening to a lot of these shows. I'd be listening to him while, while like getting ready for work, that kind of stuff. So I'd be in the shower, you know, do my thing, whatever. And all of a sudden I hear like, you know, Mooch say something and I'd yell, I'd be like, you're wrong, Mooch. This is what happens. You're supposed to do this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden my wife would like come into the bathroom and she'd be like, who, who the hell are you talking to? And she's like, I just hear you in the shower yelling. And I'm like, oh, I was just, never mind. I was like embarrassed. And I'm like, I was just talking to Mooch. He clearly can't hear me. And, uh, and then this went on for like two years yelling at the, my own phone. And I'm, I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, counterpointing people's arguments and this, that, and the other thing, whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden Christmas came and I got this box and I was, I said, what the hell is this? So I opened it up. I opened my Christmas present. And in there is this beautiful microphone. And I said, what's this for? And my wife's, I won't repeat exactly what she said, but I'll, I'll paraphrase. She goes, this is the kick in the butt that you need. And I said, okay. And then my birthday is only like six weeks after Christmas, right? And with that came a new PC and a 4K camera. And I oh, said, wow. well, what's all this for? She says, you remember that kick in the butt I told you about at Christmas? This is to complete that kick in the butt. She's like, get on the air. 
it took me five months to get the courage to actually do it. And the only person I reached out to is because I was listening to Noof Nukem. Shout out to Noof Nukem, my buddy over there. He was just on the show with Mooch actually earlier tonight yeah. um, about Last of Us. Uh, they were talking about the, the season finale. Oh, funny fact about Last of Us, by the way. If anybody doesn't know, Hollywood Insiders are saying that John Cena is currently training for Abby for season two. So be prepared for that. Uh, anyways, in all seriousness, so um, I finally was listening to uh, Noof and he lost his co-host at Primal Eve. And then he's like, I'm looking for a new co-host for my show, Gaming After Dark, blah, blah, blah. And my wife's like, why don't you reach out to him? I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to talk to him. It was, it was like I was like asking out a girl at prom or something. I was terrified. Finally, I got drunk one day, not even kidding. And I'm like, fine, I'm going to do this. So I wrote him. I'm going to be on a podcast. Yeah, I, like, I had to like build up courage. By the way, my wife has the exact same drinking cup as you. It's ridiculous. It's so huge. Uh, anyways, yeah, that gigantic, that thing. It doesn't not, even not black, though. Is it a different color? Is it like peach colored or something? No, it's like burgundy or something. Just yeah, something yeah, yeah. Pretentious. So that, that's something she would do. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's listening to this right now. Uh, anyways, here's the thing. I doubt so it. I finally reach out to Noof, and I'm like, Noof, you don't know me. I've been in your chat a few times. I'm just asking for a shot. And so he said, you know what, man? He goes, I'll give you a shot. He goes, you got a microphone? You got a thing? I got, I'm like, I got everything. I got all the equipment. I got everything I need. And he goes, I'll give you a shot a couple of weeks. I finally did that first show. I must have gone to the bathroom from 10 minutes before the show to actual showtime, probably about six times because I was so nervous to get on the air. And when I looked down and I saw like 65 people in the chat, I was like this, like just shaking like a leaf. I'm like, oh my God, all these people are listening to me. And then as soon as the mic went on, it just disappeared and it just went and it just went and it just went and went and went. And then that same night, the next morning, of all people, Mr. Boomstick XL, shout out to him, by the way, uh, which, of course, I'm on a show with. And Mr. Yes. Boomstick reached out to me the next morning. He goes, dude, I heard you on Noof Show last night. I want you as a guest on my show. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I did that. So I'm like, holy, this is amazing. So I did a show with him. About 25 minutes into the show, Boom hits me with a, uh, with a private message and says, I want you as a permanent panel member. Oh, and I've been a permanent panel me uh, member ever since. It's been three years. And uh, and I've done, obviously, guest shows everywhere. I've done shows with everybody you could possibly imagine. Fawns, Dealer, everybody. Uh, the only one, actually, the only ones who had never called me, the Iron Lords. And I will be dealing with them when I see them in L.A. I will be facing Same. them square on because they never invite me on their show. And I'm home Sundays. Yeah, That's I've been on there once. I'm, I'm And I'm not home you know, Sundays, but uh, they are amazing. They are amazing. You know, I'll, I'll close this up really quick to um, yeah. not many people know, but back in 2017, when Xbox was about to go to E3, I think E3 was coming up in a week for the reveal of the Xbox one X. They were finally going to say the price. Everyone was really excited and crap gamer DMS me on Twitter and says, yeah. Hey Colt, uh, do you want to be on my show this Wednesday or whatever it was? And I was like, I was so excited because I'd been on a couple of little po tiny podcasts, but like that was a right. big deal. And, um, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. And it was a big uh, deal at that time. Cause there was some pretty big names on there. Yeah. That yeah. Xbox nation. Yeah. D dealer was on there for a little bit. I think Rand had been on there a few times. I can't remember who were the real panel was members, Rand but on there? Or was he like, or was he just kind of like rotated? I think he might've rotated guest. in or out or, or guested <clears throat> on, uh, but that was a yeah. big show. And, um, yeah, but the whole point of all this stuff with Meg and I, like, all of you that are here that are watching the show, all of you that are in the chat typing like crazy, you do this because 
when you're at your regular job all day, nobody wants to talk to game about games with you. So when you get here, like this is where we get to talk about it. We've got a ton of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the new Xbox games that are being, uh, that are going to be revealed. We're going to talk about some leaks. We're going to talk about some ABK nonsense. We're going to talk about, um, some bad news for Xbox and some good news on the other side of that. It's going to be a really good show, Mag. So welcome all All that to say what we've been talking for, for almost 20 minutes to say, welcome to the show. We're so excited. Uh, First of all, before we get started, a lot of people want to know about, uh, last Monday, I was in LA for Monday and Tuesday to play Redfall with the Bethesda and Arcane team. And of course I can't talk about what I think of the game until the 21st to 22nd, but uh, this was an interesting thing where they flew me out. I went by myself. I didn't know anybody. And um, they got me in a hotel and everything. And, and I said, come downstairs to the lobby at 1230 on Tuesday in the, in, in, before, in the afternoon. And we'll get a shuttle for you to go to the event. And I'm like, shuttle? Like, okay. So I get down there and I see this one guy. And I'm like, uh, hey, uh, are, you, uh, are you going to this uh, Redfall thing? And he's like, yeah. And this guy walks in from the media company that they're working with. And he's like, you guys here for Redfall? He's like, yeah, we're getting some Ubers. And we're like, okay, it's kind of weird. Like they're going to just throw us in a van and, and take us downtown. But, um, they were really cool. The setup was really great. They had all of these rigs for us to play. And Ricardo bear was there. I'm t- trying to tell you everything that I'm allowed to tell you. Ricardo bear is the head of arcane and the Redfall game. He is the one. If you read the games radar article, or you watched my or Gaz's video, we covered the things that he explained when he was the one that said it's not left for dead. It's not back for blood. It's more like far cry in a small town. And, uh, he stood up and gave us like a, a talk and explain what the game is and the setting and the characters. He goes, you guys are only playing single player today because we don't want to let you play co-op because you'll all just run on like a pack of hyenas and just shoot everything in sight. We want you to get the tone. We want you to get the feel for the character. And, um, it was really, really cool. And the the people that there was a media event before that day, uh, earlier in that day. And then our session in the afternoon, was 20 some content creators that they handpicked from Bethesda. Funny enough, w- one of the reasons why I got picked was because uh, the Bethesda PR person said she likes the way that I treat my positivity on Twitter, which is so funny because I'll say positive things on purpose with an elbow jab. And they said they love to watch people scurry and get upset because I'm enjoying something that I like. So. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I've been able to get some uh, some sort of audience up, but in the past, they've they would bring on, and I know this is a, a question that some of you in the chat may be asking, like, why did Colt get to go? Why didn't this person go? Or why didn't I get picked? Or or whatever. But in the past, normally for these big games, they bring on someone who has two million followers that does that talks about a makeup line or is or streams like every game that is, uh, you know, or whatever. And they wanted specific people. One of the guys I kind of got buddied up with was this guy named JV who has 750 subs and he does a bunch of let's play stuff on Bethesda games. And so he's garnered a pretty cool um, audience. So got to play the game and hang out with people and people are just really excited and it's just a really good time for Xbox. And I think that event is not the end. That's all I can say. There's more to come. And we're going to get into that as we go through the show. So I don't nice. know. You can ask me questions as we go along. Um, I'll try and answer them the best way I can. But um, well, 
first of all, yeah. Zocker is being a, 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 a pest in the chat. He's asking, he's asking all these, he's pressing all these questions, which you know you're not going to get the answer to. But it's funny. Some people like, some people like cold blink twice if it's a banger. But uh, anyways, in, in all seriousness, he was asking if you played it on PC or on the Xbox Series X. I yes, did, we, I did we, see that. We played them on a PC, but as okay. far as we could tell, they didn't look like in impressive pcs they weren't very big that's for sure they looked like um they look like something that my work would have put up for me back in 2013 but um i don't know why they did that but we were on 32 inch monitors nice big headsets sound really great paris and chess this colt ducked me in la paris was in the media event uh at like 10 that morning and so we completely missed each other and never saw each other um and then i saw somebody else that said, don't tell anybody I'm here because I told my work that uh, that I was sick today. <laughs> and he flew out to L.A. So um, well, Paris might know who that is. That was pretty the funny. Mo- the most important question I got here in the chat is from Barbaric Reeman. He says, Colt, when does your makeup line come out? That's the most important thing. Oh, I mean, I could uh, use a makeup line. Know that. I'm going to get a, a line of toupees and <laughs> maybe mustaches. <laughs> oh, can I use one? <laughs> Apparently somebody called me Ben Kingsley in the chat. Don't think I didn't see that, by the way. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I can't read. Okay, I, I can read. When I put up the picture of you and I, they're like, oh, it's the geriatric, no hair, old man with glasses you know podcast. I just turned 48 for crying out loud. It's not like I turned like 74. And it's like, guys, relax, man. You're going to get here one day, too. And then people are going to make fun of you, too. I like to tell I people, it's, like, it's, it's not like young. I asked for my hair to fall out. My hair didn't fall out because I'm dumb. You know, that's just fun. We love it. Uh, I we shave my head because it gets hot in the kitchen. That's why. And the funny thing is, then the rest, then, then genetics caught up with me. So then I was just like, eh. Because now, now I don't work in the kitchen as much, right? I'm mostly in the office. But uh, hey, I still shave my head because it's, it's still and I like it that way. And it's nice and still smooth. hot. So hot with all this hair. Let, hey, so today we found out that um, Mafia Four is being uh, developed. Yes. Um, you're you're you were in the Mafia back in the day. Yes. So w- what do you think about Mafia Four? Uh, well, it's an autobiography. That's the first thing about me. Um, <clears throat> uh, in all seriousness, I actually do have uh, my uh, do, I do have family ties with Al Capone. But that was year obviously a much long longer. Yeah, 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 it's down the line. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even making that up. Uh, actually, I if you look it. behind me, if anybody can see, if you zoom right in, I got a poster of Mafia right in between my arcade cabinets right there. There's a Mafia Three poster right there. So I'm a huge fan of the series. Love so that the game. Fact that this is going on. Absolutely adore all three of them. I think they were fantastic stories. I know some people had some problems with the third one. They're like, no, they didn't like the mechanics, or it was a little bit janky here and there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Loved the it. The open world had a lot of bugs, which were funny. I mean, how funny was it when you saw, like, a boat sail through the sky like Thor? You know what I mean? Oh, like, I I'm like, is this Asgard? Is- <laughs> I don't... I played the game at the end of the Xbox. I played it in 2020, basically, at the end of 2020. is when I went back and, like, dove into it. And, and um, yeah. Lincoln Clay's amazing. I think yes. Mafia 3 is so underrated. It's so cool. I loved it. Music was fantastic, too. Oh, yeah. If you're a fan yeah. of the 70s, man, like, you, you know, a fan of that music, great. Uh, I love Lincoln Cole. He was a great character. Uh, again, that's why I got a poster of him on the wall there. I absolutely adored that game. However... I got to give it to him when they did that remake of part one, that was a real litmus test of what we're going to be getting uh, going forward. That game was absolutely stunning on the Xbox one X. It wasn't on the, I, I didn't play it on the series X. Did they even do like an even like, did they boost it even higher in the series X? No, I think bothered? it's still, a, it's like a 4k 30 affair, but I had never played mafia one. And when I played it, okay. uh, that's why I play, went back and said, I got to pick back up with three. Cause I left it like 10 hours in. Um, yeah. Mafia is great. And that's, that studio is just really they're, they're special. They do a good job. I'm excited. Well, I mean, chat, let us know what you think of Mafia 4. That news just kind of slipped in today, but there's a couple other games that are leaking. We're hearing that GTA 6 is 
yes ready to be announced or even revealed in some sort around e3 time normally rockstar doesn't reveal at e3 at all they do it on their own but what have you heard about gta 6 mag well here's the thing when it when it comes to a rockstar game in their announcement they can announce it with one you know with just like a screen splash or whatever right and it could still be three more years from then right or it could be two more years from then so i don't get excited until i see and even when i see a trailer i still don't get excited because it still could be two years from that trailer right so it's a bit of a problem punty i saw what you wrote in the chat there you should be stop it he's like i'm gonna stop making fun of magna because now he knows about my mob connections i'm like yeah yeah you better cut it out uh anyways in all seriousness holy um, smokes the, a- the chat is gifty memberships um before i yes, lose are. these you donna quezada who's been oh, such a great such a great moderator for the past two years he's gifted five memberships and those go to specific users if i if i remember correctly but he's gifted those memberships and those people will get early access all of my videos i create in the evening i upload them around you know nine ten o'clock at night and you have until the next day till the next morning to watch them before anybody else has who else we got assassin's another good friend of mine gifted a membership and another friend of mine macbound I've, i talk to these guys as much as i can they crack me up thank you so much for doing that let me get a couple supers before we get diving in because i think people want to say hi to mag we got brad ward fight who's uh always cracking me up on twitter he's never brad ward never misses a quote he'll quote anybody he hears on a podcast it's so funny he says toonie for mag thank you for the canadian two dollar brad he says toonie for mag have you one thousand plus platinumed hogwarts legacy not yet i'm still working on the fr- i'm still working on the xbox version of it right now I'm, I'm i'm about maybe three quarters through but i haven't had as much time as i would like to i had a lot of i had a lot of work stuff get in the way of gaming so i i, I started to pick up uh, hogwarts legacy again so i'm doing better at it and i'm getting uh, further down the road with it so i will it's eventually so get to it I, I, it's so good. I, I'm doing all those collectibles. I'm revaluing the hell out of everything. I, every three, I'm like one, two, three, revalio. One, two, three, revalio. One, two, three, revalio. And it's like it, it, it is I so... sashay around the castle. <laughs> I just I'm constantly <laughs> spamming revalio. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a Chippendales dancer. I'm just going like this, like constantly. Uh, every room, I'm just going like this with my wand. It's like magic. Well, magic, Mike, indeed. Uh, and, whoa, yeah, here we go. You're like, uh, a, by the way, <laughs> with your baton, you're like in the in the, uh, in the flag team. Uh, yeah, there you are, just looking real <laughs> snazzy. Uh, thanks, Brad, I'm for getting, that. Yeah, that nice. By the way, Cordwain or Meg, the man with a thousand. Uh, I, I'm closing in on four hundred thousand achie- uh, achievement points, so I'm not doing too bad. By the way, Game Palito, oh, uh, quickly. My gamer tag is I am the Meg, all capital letters, all one word. That's for PS5 and for Series X and for the Switch that I never use. But uh, anyways, back to what the heck are we talking about? We were talking about uh, GTA 6, right? Before wow, you're getting into uh, oh, this is interesting. I'm not. I'm not used to having someone who has a a longer attention span than me. Good job, Mag. <laughs> Anyways, listen, GTA Six. However long it's going to take, whatever. We've got so much stuff to to keep us busy that it really doesn't matter what they do. They can announce it tomorrow, and it won't even create. I won't even like. Not even a hair on my arm is going to stand up. I'm just going to be like, all right. When it comes, it comes. It'll because, be two years. Like I said, yeah. They can announce it tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, what's it? Uh, what's it? Uh, March twenty twenty. Yeah, do you do you guys remember? And I'll ask. I'll ask Mag as well. But do you guys remember when the very first trailer for GTA Five dropped? It was, it was. We didn't know it was Michael, but at the time it was Michael overlooking the city, 
And then they said the game was going to come out at this one point that it got yep. like another year delay. It seemed like, yep. do you guys remember when that initial reveal, I was thinking like 2011, but I don't really have anything that it was almost two years to the day. Okay. Two years, uh, not to the day. Sorry, but it was, it was, it was within two years uh, of when they first showed that. Yeah. You remember that one? It's like, uh, he does like, it just, Michael says like one sentence. He's like, Whatever Oh, the in the city you have buildings and cars. And then yep. it was like GTA five. <laughs> And then it said, yeah, it showed GTA Five, and then it like kind of zoomed out on like the the, the like the show like the cityscape or whatever. Yeah. And then th- then that was it for like a year, and then they showed another trailer where they showed him like breaking into the bank or into the jewelry store doing one of those missions and stuff. And then it had like the Stevie Wonder song and blah 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 and whatever. And I'm like, all right, this is hot. And then it was another year after that. Nine you know years I mean? ago, it was. Hold on. September 20. No, that's not it. That's not it. Well, I'm not going to look it up or on the show. The official well, trailer that September was like right 17th. before it launched. Yeah, it launched it in 2013. 2013. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when it was first revealed it was 2011. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm getting at here is that if they reveal it tomorrow, we're not going to see it till spring 2025. I don't care. Same like, time as when Fable so- comes out, bro. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, they should have a race. It should be a Fable GTA 6 race to see who can actually finish the game first. Uh, but anyways, we got lots to play in the meantime, right? So who cares? Let them do we the do. thing. I'd be interested in everything. All right, that's hot. We already know the game's coming, so it's not like it's a surprise. I mean, if anybody's worth their salt, you all, you all saw that, um, you know, the, the what's it, the beta that they showed, that beta gameplay or showed the girl like in the McDonald's or the McFucking <laughs> yeah. or whatever the heck it's or called. Or standing in the middle and of the road she- going... Yeah, and it's yeah. just like it showed that that's the the woman with the gun and stuff and whatever. So like those are just like beta tests or alpha. Actually, that, that's probably alpha footage. That's fine. Go ahead, show all that stuff. You know, we saw all that. That's not going to do anything for us, and it's not going to get me any excited. I don't get excited. See, I used to when I was younger. I used to get excited, but the thing is now, I can't get excited for something that's two years out. It's so far away. Like I just like and whatever, man. What's I think coming a thing out next like- month? I think a thing like GTA six and chat, let me let us know if you agree. I feel like I don't need to worry about if GTA six is going to let me down. I'm pretty sure I'll end up liking it a lot. So I'm kind of with mag. I don't need to get too excited about it because it's a ways off and I know it'll be great. And I don't have to worry about, It'd is it going to suck? Nah, I doubt it. I It'd be doubt great. It. I mean, okay, let's address the elephant in the room. Cause I know the chat wants to hear about this. Okay. I'm telling you right now, whether they want to or not, well, they got no choice. They got to hear about it. So uh, uh, thank you, Siki for the, the setup. Yeah. He's just saying he liked my setup. Um, here's the thing. It does look nice. A lot of people are talking about, is the game going to be woke? Because what, GTA? Now, here's the thing. They're oh, like, GTA okay. has always been very controversial. They've, been, they, you know, they've, they've dipped a lot into uh, a lot of controversy and stuff like that. Will they be afraid to do that because of the can, you know, the cancel culture mob and all that stuff? That's been a, it's been a big to- a point of contention with a lot of people. And so a lot of people are afraid that that's going to spill into the game. They're like, oh, it's going to lose its edge. So I'm very interested to see if well, it's going to maintain its edge. Dan Hauser left. They had a lawsuit with uh, Lindsay Lohan. Remember in the last one, they had a lawsuit. Yeah, and that was pretty tame. Like, like that, that that source material is really tame on GTA Five. The game is is ten years old now. The world's changed a lot in ten years, and a couple people have left the head of yeah. Rockstar Studios that make GTA. So. Uh, yeah, I would think some things would be tamed down. I mean, even that's what I'm thinking, man, and that's what a lot of people are afraid of. Will it make it? Will it make it a their... worse game? I think they'll find different not, not, ways, different ways to wrinkle people's wise. forehead. Don't you? 
it see it, this is this is what i'm saying this is a fine line they got to dance here right because gameplay wise you know the gameplay is going to be just fine i mean i know gta is a little bit you know a little bit janky like it, it looks great when it comes out but then you know it, it, it dates it gets dated pretty quick right and like like, sure. like red dead redemption 2 one of the most gorgeous games i've ever seen and then but if you actually played it so slow and, uh, yeah, and I like, mean, oh, in man. in the like, first Red Dead, I felt like I could pull up my my gun on foot or on the horse at any time, and I was really felt clumsy into a lot of the times. But that's, uh, that's exactly what it is. It, it feels very clumsy. It doesn't it doesn't like you know it doesn't tick along at a good pace, right? But anyways, yeah. the thing is, I think the game's going to be great. But the, the problem, the thing is, a lot of people are afraid of. And like I said, it's a valid argument. It, it's it's something that'd be worth debating with people. Is are they going to lose their edge because they're afraid of the cancel culture? I mean, by the time the game comes out, maybe cancel culture will kind of like, you know, be gone or maybe it'll, it'll have toned down a little bit, but mm-hmm. who knows? It's something that a lot of people are talking about online. If you, if you, you know, if you, if you test the, if you test the waters, you, you get, you know, you get a feel for the breeze and see which way it's going to see a lot of people are discussing that right now. And it'd be very, I'm very interested to see where it's going to go. So I'm, I'm super interested. I don't really care either way, as long as the game is good and it doesn't like get ridiculous, but I mean, I want some of that, you know, silliness. I want the Laszlo's on the radio, you know, and I want those ridiculous commercials. I want the silly billboards um, and all that stuff. Like I, I think said, that'll just, all be there. I, there's just some things that they have to, that will just be different. Uh, I think they'll just yeah. make concessions there's some things that like, like don't fly anymore, but you got to push the envelope in a different way. And like, yes. I was trying to find who said it in the chat. Um, Royal flesh said it's Talparth can do it. GTA can get away with it. So there are some, Fair. there are some media types that do certain things, but hey, you know what it comes down to? Good writing. That's good, what it boils down. Well, that's to. what it is. Like the, the problem is they lost one of their good writers because one of the brothers left. Yeah. Cause typically all of Rockstar's games are really smart and, and they do they handle that stuff really well. It comes off really funny and really sharp, sharp edged. Uh, Swindiferous, thank you so much for the two. Says Cole, I tried, I tried for Mag, but he he did that. He didn't turn his cam off. Sorry, but no, he's too handsome. We got to keep his camera on. Hargy Johnny, he's got another one for you, Mag. Yeah. He says, guess who owns Sierra? Three letters. It starts with A and it ends with a K. They he goes. I love the King's Quest series. Gabriel Knight was one of their best. Gabriel Knight. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, like, listen, I know that I, I know that they're in there, and you know, if it's, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this, obviously, but if I'm not mistaken, I thought that about a year ago, Phil kind of mentioned that that part of the ABK. He says, you know, there's a lot of like the old uh, Sierra online he, yep. games in there or whatever. Yep. He did mention it at some point. That doesn't mean he's going to do anything with it when the deal goes through. When the deal goes when. through. Not I, I want to get into that a little bit yeah. later, Mag, because we will we will get into that because I, there's way too many dormant franchises. You just sit there and uh, not make that kind of opportunity here. Yeah, man. Why not put a small team on some of this stuff? I yeah. mean, King's Quest was made by I mean, fine. I mean, I, I get the tech at the time, but I mean, it was made by like a couple of people, Roberta Williams and her husband, and Ken Williams, you know, their husband. Jeez. And then it was like a, like a team of three people. You know, made uh, possibly one of the greatest, uh, you know, action-adventure game. Well, not action, but, like, adventure games of all time. Uh, I mean, for the time, it was pretty revolutionary, right? And then they mm-hmm. had that reboot that came out, like, five years ago. That game was great, by the way. That was a lot of fun. Did you ever, did you ever play that, the reboot of King's Quest? No, with, uh, I never played that. Christopher no. Lloyd plays no an old way. Ram. 
Oh, it's hilarious. As soon as he starts talking, it's an old Graham. Uh, Graham, if anybody doesn't know, is the protagonist from all the games. And uh, Christopher Lloyd plays him. And as soon as I heard him talking, all I could think of was this, Wait, what, 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 check up, Marty. We're going to go back. You know, it's just, and I'm just like, is that, is that Doc Brown? And That's then I realized, awesome. I'm like, oh my God, it's Christopher Lloyd. But anyways, it's a great reboot worth looking into. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, the first chapter is available. If you go on the Xbox store, you know, in the free game section, like they have like the free games you could download, like you know, mm-hmm. like Fortnite and uh, what the hell's that one with the? Uh, I always forget the name of it. My my son plays it. The one with the cars and the soccer. Bloody hell! Why can't Rocket I think League? Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, I always forget it because I don't play it. Um, anyways, it, right there, King's Quest Chapter One because it came out in five chapters. Chapter One is available right now. You can go over to the store and just download it for free. Give it a try. It's a lot of fun. Um, anyways, this sorry, message here. brought to you by Old Man Gaming. No, uh, you know, people are like, wow, you guys are so old and, um, no, not yet, but we have literally seen gaming when it was on a big black plastic floppy disc and it was, uh, you'd put it in and go, the drive would read the thing. And each game was like 17 discs and it took like four days because you had to like put them, you had to like download them onto the hard drive. It it wasn't sexy. We're not bragging. It was not sexy. Red Wolf, who's been a channel member for 10 months, says, what kind of characters do you guys plan on making in Starfield? I'm definitely going for the sneaky pistol with a sniper bounty hunter. It's so hot in her, he says. Uh, (laughs) Let me start. Let me start. Um, I think I'm going to go with a, I'll bet you Mag's going to say, dang it, you stole my my idea. I'm going to go with the Han Solo type uh, character Ooh. that works with the Crimson Raiders, but tries to stay in the good graces with Constellation. Like the, the, the do-gooder that also makes a little money on the side, even if I get my fingernails dirty. What about you, Mag? I'm more of, okay, here's the thing. I've always been a stealth guy. I prefer stealth. I prefer that kind of thing. Like I like looking at a situation. Let's say I get to an area and I see like seven enemies, eight enemies lined up or whatever. I'm like, all right. And I just systematically take down the whole room and or whatever, the, the area that I'm in, the map, and I'll just take them out one by one. I love that kind of thing. However, sometimes when I'm in a mood, I like to be a swashbuckling gangster and just jump in there like, you know, like a Han Solo type, just like you're saying. But at the same time, see, that it's it's hard to pin it down because it, at the same time, I always want to be like that anti-hero, not the Taylor Swift song. Take it easy. It's a good song, though, by the way, everybody. It's a great song. Um, anyways. And uh, come on, man, try and get that song out of your head. It's in my head right now. All of a sudden, anti-hero. So, anyways, the thing Download is, download it right now. Uh, yeah, got to get on it, man. Uh, anyways, the thing is, um, you want to be like in the good graces, but at the same time, you also want people to be afraid of you, so that they're like, this guy's really unpredictable. Sure, he's part of the, you know, he's part of the. I, I can't remember the name of them. The, the. You're gonna have that strong speech check because those are that's a big part of the game that was right. ripped out of Fallout like Four. Yeah. Right. And it, it could be aggressive or even passive aggressive in a way. I'm, I'm down with all of that. But here's the thing. I want people to be, not really know what they're about to face. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, yeah. they're staring at you. And they don't know what to make of you. They're like, okay, here's you standing here. He's, 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 he's parlaying. He's not shooting us. But if we say something, if we make one move, he's going to shoot us all dead. Kind of like a Mandalorian. There we go. That's the best way I could put it. Very much like the Mandalorian. Okay. He's sort of the like chat a nice is- guy. Uh, you know, he's still, you know, he could still be the kind of guy that will take out your whole crew with four shots. You know if what he, I mean? if, if he feels, if he's feeling snazzy. Yeah. Corden, the chat said, I'm going to be a Mandalorian babysitter. Um, yeah. I've been watching the show as well. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Star Wars references. Starfield will be better than most Star Wars movies lately, I'll tell you that. Well, that's probably going to happen. Ab, Ab, Abdel114, who's been a channel member for a month. We also had um, Detective Seeds joined the channel membership and it has the early access. Nice. And check out Detective Seeds' channel. You'll find it by Detective Seeds, two words, and he does reviews. He gets early review copies. And um, yeah, go check him out. He's pretty awesome. Uh, Abdel114 says, Colt, blink twice. If Redfall is going to be a banger 90-plus meta, uh, shout out to Mag, a.k.a. The Jenna Ortega of the gaming podcast. Oh my God. All the names that are coming out are just what? hilarious. I don't what know makes... where it's coming from, but it's really funny. I've been called like 11 different names tonight. By the way, De Silva, you're absolutely right. Ramble Way, Stealth Until Discovered. Sorry, that's a, that's a good way to put it too. I like to be stealth. You know, like Far Cry 5, you get in there, you start Far Cry 6, you're stabbing people, you're doing this, you're doing that. When the you're stuff pops throat, off, you got to get out the assault rifle. <laughs> yep. You're like, oh, well, here we go. And then that, that's when you double gun it. But anyways... Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't every wait. Every name in the book. It's been Jenna Ortega, tonight. though. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I was also called Ben Kingsley earlier tonight. I'm like, I'm 48. Let's take it easy, guys. Ben Kingsley. I know. Ben Kingsley's like 49. Stuff Sean with the two pound super says, grinding some Halo. Shout out to Colt and his dad. What the heck? The guy's like the same age as Meg and I are the same age. I'm like 72. So Biff Rinaldi with the $2 super chat says, 10 hours into Hogwarts. Definitely getting that 1,000 gamer score. I did not get it, but I put 60 some hours in it. I think like 62. And by the end, I was like, okay, I've had my fill. This game was awesome. I'm so glad I played it. Chazelmite, Chazelmite with the $10 super says, cancel culture didn't do anything against Hogwarts Legacy. I think people just stopped caring what the crazies think. What about yeah, the, what, no, what no, do you think, Mag? Is cancel culture going? Here's the thing. It's a fine line. Okay, it's a fine line because what's going to happen is you're going to get you get the, the people that are still working and making these games are still afraid of the backlash. However, Hogwarts, this he's absolutely right. Hogwarts has proven that what's going to end up happening is that it'll actually work against them because then people who are against cancel culture will specifically go out and buy the game just to upset those cancel culture people. So a lot, I bet you, I bet you about two million of those copies of uh, of uh, Hogwarts Legacy were out of spite. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Sorry, now, call me a name now, guys. Jen Ortega for crying out loud. There we go. I just put the hell I put the I put the horn on. She's really popular right now. So that's that's a good a uh that's that's a that's a good that's a good thing. I wish people would call me the Jenna Ortega or who's the other hot Hollywood is a Pedro Pascal. I want to be one of those, but instead I don't know what they Pedro call Pascal? me. Pedro Pascal, you can be Pedro Pascal. And now people are gonna call me Stone Cold Steve Austin because I'm not wearing my hat now. But uh, anyways, yeah no. Hey, what are you going to do? What shirt are you wearing right now, Mag? It's Game Boy. Look. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I have uh, about. I'm, I'm a t-shirt collector guy. I got about 250 shirts. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I have drawers filled with gaming shirts, movie shirts. Actually, I've got a new one. I'm, I'm probably going to wear it next week. It's Freddy Krueger with his claws out like this with a big rainbow. It says, follow your dreams. No. <laughs> 
I think I'm going to wear that uh, next week. But yeah, uh, yeah. you have more Anyways. gaming shirts than GameStop does in their in their. Oh my, uh, wow, that's where I get that's where I get a lot of it from in Walmart. If they just happen to have uh, whatever game you know what uh, game I want, I just got an Asteroid shirt too. By the way, 1979, baby. Never liked that game. I, I could never get very far into it, and I would die. And then I'm like, man, this that was like that was a pretty challenging game back in the day. Okay, let me Dude, move beyond the okay, 70s man. and 80s. Flash with the five dollars super says Xbox should revive True Crime to rival GTA if the ABK deal go deal goes through. And I don't remember Activision or what studio who owned True Crime. Do you oh, remember, Mag? True Crime was a lot of fun. I loved that game. I loved it too. Someone's gonna someone in the chat help us out, man. Um. I just remember that they tried to revive True Crime and they ended up turning it into Sleeping Dogs, which is fantastic. So yes, help us out if you know game. the if you know the uh the history behind that. Um no, did you, you know what did. Meg, did you have did you have your unicorn hat on when I was not looking at the actual did the you actual not feed? See it? I did not see it. Well, actually YouTube's <laughs> doing this thing where it goes off of live. And uh, my mod messaged me, he goes, look at the screen. I'm like, I am looking at the screen. Like, look at what he's wearing. And I go, what shirt are you wearing? You're like, I'm wearing a Game Boy shirt. Now I understand oh that I'm so God. far behind. Okay, you know what? We just, we just, okay. Now somebody just called me Walter White in the chat. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I would hold on to that one too. Wal Walter White. Now let's hold that one. I'm the one who knocks. Um, <clears throat> Here's the thing. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, I was wearing the unicorn horn. Yeah, when I stormed off and uh, I put the I put the horn on, I'm like, you guys want to call me names? Call me names now. But the funny thing is, when I was when I was seriously talking about Hogwarts Legacy and cancel culture, I was wearing the horn the whole time. And, and you I didn't realize. <laughs> see, I tore it up. I can't believe you didn't see it. Oh, that just that just made the replay oh. a thousand times bigger. Yes, that's right. I am. This I is am my fault. Heisenberg. I usually keep the live feed over here, and I didn't have it this whole time. Um, we got we got a couple more here. We got to get back on track. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit says the last three Star Wars movies are the best. He thinks um, I liked Solo. Most people didn't. I liked Rogue One. Um, I don't know if I really cared for the other ones as much, but I don't know. I got to tell you, Episode Seven was actually I enjoyed. Episode Which one's seven, that one? Biggest. That was the the Force Awakens. If you, if you want to talk about the newer oh, Star yeah, Wars, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about uh, what's it called, The Last Jedi, and then uh, even Rise of Skywalker had a few moments, but eh. but you know what? Rogue One was really good. Rogue One. Gary Witter well wrote that one, film. I think. That was a well-made film. I got to give it to him. Uh, the, the, I can't remember the guy's name who directed it, but uh, Welsh guy. Great movie. I thought that was a fantastic movie. Uh, they should have digitally redone uh, James Earl Jones's voice, like they did for uh, the, um, the the, the Obi Wan show, because. He sounded old. Are they you guys doing? Think I'm old. He's ninety. Okay. <laughs> He's like. I know, loud. I mean, that AI stuff is going to be a big part of gaming. Uh, I think pretty soon. I don't want to get into that yes. discussion, but I think there'll be a point where, um, for other side characters, you can just use an AI generation for for voices. I, I would well, like to just like put uh, my Vader name. For Obi-Wan. They, they they literally James Earl Jones did zero voice work for that. They show. just printed they him and. Yep, they just basically just uh, pieced together words that he already had, and they had the computer spit out the rest. And he sounded fantastic. Like I really listened. I cranked it up to like level fifty, and I had my ears up against like the home theater. My wife's like, "You got to go deaf," and I'm like, "Shut up! I just want to hear if there's a, if there's any like waver in the voice." Nothing, man. It was just, it sounded like he did in night in like in seventy seven, like straight yeah. out or even like nineteen eighty, straight out of Empire. Anyway, I mean, this sorry. will be this will be the future. It'll be the future. I think it'll be a good yeah. thing that you'll be Especially able to revive when they things frame like us that. For murder. Well, I mean, just 
I don't want to get on that topic too much, but you know, in movies, when they have to do flashbacks to the younger main character, they'll yes. be able to digitally recreate them the way they looked when they were 15 and they'll Look be able to use. Yeah, they'll, yeah. It'll be, yeah. We're going to see, see that. The, did you see the trailer for uh, the dial of destiny. They pull off the, the, the Nazis pull off the thing and there's like Harrison Ford. He looked like straight out of 85. You're like, Oh, and he well, looked incredible. It, yeah, it looked like he was a little bit older than than the last ones, like because I think it's probably just later after like the third movie. But they it just looks realistic. It was um, incredible. It's incredible. Um, I've got a couple supers here, but I want to talk about quickly yes. about Suicide Squad. This is more of a discussion with Suicide Squad. Cutting right to the chase, they are supposed to take another six months. Jeff Grubb from Giant Bomb believes they're actually planning internally and they haven't said publicly that they want to push that game into 2024 which means maybe it needs another year meg i gotta ask you uh i i gave my opinion on fonza's show yesterday do yeah. you think they're going to try and change this as much as they can because of the backlash like explain what the backlash is as well uh for those people who are kind of catching up all right um here's the problem with that game I was excited for it, obviously, because I'm like, hey, it's their first game since Arkham Knight. I'm in, right? Because that Arkham series was monumental to gaming. I don't care what anybody says. It was fantastic. Um, although the third one faltered a little bit because there was way too much focus on the Batmobile. But hey, that's neither here nor there. People that's, still that, agree with you. It's amazing. I still think Arkham yeah. City was the best one. The second one was, was like, it was the Empire Strikes Back of that, that series. But anyways, uh, back to this. I'm like, this is their first game since. I'm really into it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then... They did something really stupid at Warner Brothers, which is kind of silly because Warner Brothers is really starting to pick up the pace now in the in the Hollywood side and on the gaming side of things. They're really starting to fix uh, fix uh, all their mistakes from the last five years. Now the thing is, the biggest problem is they greenlighted two games that are almost identical. You greenlit, got, like you got Warner's uh, uh, Montreal coming in, and they're like, okay, we're gonna make a four-player online game with four characters that nobody cares about, and then we're gonna do it like that. And it's going to be an online thing. And like, uh, okay, fine, go do it. And then all of a sudden, they come in and they're like, all right, we got this idea. It's going to be a four-player co-op game. And the guy's like, this sounds familiar. And he goes, with <laughs> characters that nobody cares about. And it's, going to, <laughs> and it's going to always be online. And then the guy's like, hmm, this sounds just like the other pitch. Yeah, okay, do that too. What are you doing? Why We're going to have Australian Man. We're going to have Shark Boy. We're going like, to have... Uh... Red Hood from that from that uh, that <laughs> ridiculous movie that you know from the Rodriguez movies there uh, Lava Girl and Shark Boy or whatever the hell it's called. Anyways, here's the thing. Okay, you greenlit two games. Okay, now you can you could easily say that the Suicide Squad one would be a better quality game. The problem is Gotham Knights came out and it was as 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 the children would say, not <laughs> old men like me, no, Walter White, mid. Meh. Mid it or came out mid. I paid 50%. I, I bought the game at 50% off and it was mid at best. My wife and I played it. We were like, <laughs> right? And that it was, was basically it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was mid at best. Okay. All right. Shout For out to Dick Wingback. You want me to say any other cool words? Anyways, in all seriousness. Uh, cap. Then you have to got, say cap. If you yeah, like it, like, that's cap. That's cap. Yeah. Cap. This is the Gen Y show or Gen Z. Yeah, the Gen Y show. So here's the thing. You're coming off the heels of Gotham Knights, which wasn't very good. And then you show off the game and it looks pretty much the same. Just the, like the mechanics are slightly different, but it came off the same. Let's face it. What are you facing? A bunch of guys. There's green goo flying everywhere and everything is fluorescent. And you're going, oh, my God, what are they doing? 
right? And Crackdown the thing 4. Is delaying the game, fine. I don't think it's the mechanics of the game that need the delaying. I think they're going to change, the, uh, like, I mean, like the actual gameplay. I don't think there was anything wrong with that. It looks sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it looks fun. Mechanics. It looks fun. I mean, it's obnoxious. Yeah, like you can fly the, everywhere, but. Yeah, like the, the movement, everything looked all right and everything else. You know, the, you know, King Shark did his big jump and then, like, stomping on guys and doing everything he had to do, whatever. That's fine. But I think it's the subject matter, the way it was done, that, like, you're playing with people that nobody cares about and the villains are the people that you want to play as. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to play as Batman. You want to play as Superman, maybe even the Flash if you're interested. Green Lantern. Doesn't matter which Green Lantern it is. You know? Uh, those characters. Nobody wants to play as the Captain Boomerang. What is he going to do? It's st- Anyways, that's, that's besides the point. I'm just going off on a tangent. But the point is, I don't think the game is... It, it just doesn't seem hot. And it also, don't forget Avengers. Okay, Avengers yeah. had the same vibe. Had the same vibe. It looks like the same kind of idea. The best part of the Avengers was that first level on the bridge. After that, it all kind of fell apart. It just became a, like a ho hum. And I think yeah. everybody's afraid of the ho hum. They're afraid of like they don't want to do like the useless, um, uh, you know, sh- uh, looter shooter thing. I mean, uh, Borderlands does it great. We don't know if this is going to be great, but Borderlands has a reputation of being a, a fantastic looter shooter. Destiny, the same thing. If you're into Destiny, I'm not into Destiny, but it's, for people, it's... I, I'm not giving it for that. It's so much different because when Borderlands was shown, people are like, wow, that looks really cool. And when Suicide Squad is shown, everyone's like, oh, oh boy. Um, yeah. The, the real heart of the I question is, are they going to rip out all of the service-based stuff? I think it's far too late. It's Everything is tied to the mathematics and the calculations, the mechanics of it. Um, I wish them the best. But are, are you going to end up giving it a shot, Meg? Well, here's the thing. Um, as it stands right now, and I said it actually in, in a, on one of my uh, one of the shows I did a couple of weeks ago. Um, this just became a wait and see, and the yeah. reason why it became a wait and see. Well, funny enough, they delayed it, so it's, I guess it's a wait. <laughs> so, but the thing is, it's a wait and see for a different reason. I mean, we've got Resident. I mean, I'm still I'm still neck deep in uh, Hogwarts for crying out loud. I've got. Resident Evil 4 in a couple of weeks. Well, we've not, I've got, we've got Resident Evil 4 in a couple of weeks for everybody who's interested, right? You've got Mm -hmm. Jedi Survivor a few weeks after that. If you're a Nintendo fan, you've got Tears of the Kingdom right after that. You've got Redfall right after that. You've got Diablo 4 a week after that. Like, come on, guys. Like, how many games? You know, and then, uh, and, and if on the PlayStation side of things, they have the, uh, the, the big DLC expansion for her, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, what's it called? The hot, Hot Shores or Hot Springs or whatever the hell it's called. Hot Springs sounds like an adult film. Uh, I think it's Hot Shores. Um, <clears throat> anyways, that's 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 uh, the, you have so many games to play that I'm like, you know what? Suicide Squad can wait to that 50% in the fall. Maybe Black Friday or maybe like in Boxing Day. Shout out to uh, shout out to Canada and the UK. Uh, we have a thing called Boxing Day. It's the day after uh, Christmas where mm-hmm. everything goes uh, basically like 50% off. Um, same thing. It's like the Canadian and UK version of uh, Black Friday. So, uh, anyways, I would wait for that because you got so many great games. And then, of course, in the fall, I mean, I don't have to list off every bloody game that's coming out, but like for crying out loud, you know, you got Spider Man Two, we've got Starfield, we've got Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport, you know, and then and then who, Hellblade who Two possibly. Uh, yeah, PlayStation will have movie. PlayStation will have another big game that they'll announce at their showcase this spring or summer. Yeah. So, um, Dead Island 2. Thank you very much, Colt. I just saw it in the chat. Dead Island 2. That's coming as well. I'm a huge zombie fan. I can't wait for that. I, I, I thousand 
uh, Dead Island 1 and Dead Island Riptide absolutely adored those games. They were janky and mm -hmm. ridiculous, but man, there's nothing more wonderful than shoving a golf club through somebody's face. It's so fantastic. Sorry, Joel. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, but anyways, you know how it goes. But uh, oh, come on, man. The game's three years old. If you haven't played it by now. Uh, anyways, that's what I'm talking about. And I have. I've, I've, played played all all I've played all the way through. I've played all the way through. Can we? Can we just say how yeah. absolutely fantastic Dead Island 2 looks graphically so I think it did it a great so job and this is the same damn busters that made that hot garbage uh home front the revolution that I wanted to like but uh you know what I enjoyed that game for what it was I thought it, I mean it wasn't great I mean I bought it for two bucks and it I was like Far Cry light like, it was like a Far Cry wannabe but uh yeah. the first home front right. was way better it was like a Call of Duty wannabe and I thought home front the first game was fantastic, but we're and not here to talk good. about Homefront. But uh, yeah, Home I just Front threw in the chat. Had a great multiplayer too. Oh, I yeah, I know. I messed with it a little bit, but I heard people really liked it more than the it Black Ops good. Black Ops One multiplayer, which were, they were yeah. fighting that that uh, twenty ten fall or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I asked the chat, "What do you think of Dead Island Two? Awesome, okay, or lame?" And most people are saying okay, but. Uh, Meg and I are going to play it. We'll, we'll co-op it. It's hey, going to be fun. I saw, I saw Angry Joe uh, do a 17-minute uh, gameplay, whatever, reaction review. Whatever. I don't think it was him playing. It was somebody else playing. It was B-roll. It was B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I watched his footage, or not his footage, the footage that he had on screen, and it was 17 minutes. I think it was like two days ago, three days ago I watched it, and it was so much fun. And I mean, oh, my God, the gore. And like the, the funny thing is, is that uh, did you see the skin? The skin mechanic yeah, the they skin, have now. Skin rips off their face or wherever you're hitting them. You can put them to their the knees. Yeah. Um, and then it even has, like you can burn the skin and stuff. And oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Um, we yeah, we talked sorry, about a we talked about a ton of games already. And we're and someone said in the chat, uh, I can't remember what it was, but you said you and Mag are talking 100 million miles an hour. It's totally chaotic, and I love it. And I, I really That's do feel like there is a lot to talk about, and I don't want to keep us here for a Randall Thor Jez podcast of four and a half hours. We certainly can't do that, but no, man, I want to get I in out, like C3PO, like, like that's it. Battery gone. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> the, the candle that burns twice as bright lasts yeah, half as yeah. long. Yes. That's us. I'm like, I'm like a Tesla on a racetrack. I'm like, I'm flying for the first hour and a half. Then I'm like, yeah, well, it, I'm well, Jez, Jez Corden and Randall Thor. We love them, but they are a small Zippo lighter burning into eternity. Um, let's talk about ABK. It is such a nasty mess. I did a, uh, for the first time in, in probably two years, I did a, I don't like PlayStation's, uh, attitude rant video. And let's talk about the very first thing, Mag, that you might not have caught today, but here's the news. Let's get into the ABK section of the, of the podcast. The FTC has requested from the government a $160 million additional budget to quote, protect consumers. So Lena Khan is asking for more full-time employees so they can bolster up there. We need to make sure that there is healthy competition. Hold on a second. Can you please repeat that for everybody in the, in the back that, that didn't quite get everything that you said. So you're saying that they're asking for another $160 million for what exactly? Additional full-time employees to work on the protecting the consumers committee part of the FTC. And uh, I mean, is this because people are quitting on her? Is that what's, what's happening? Because seeing <laughs> yeah. that all the Republicans literally just walked out, they're like, this is ridiculous because they're not getting their say. 
regardless of how you yeah. feel, Democrat or Republican, I'm, I'm Canadian, so I don't carry it away. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. But, uh, you know, I just watch it with a bowl of popcorn up, uh, from up north, watching our, uh, our crazy cousins down south all fighting about this stuff. But listen, here's the thing. By the way, I'm half American, so don't get too excited. My dad's American. Uh, <laughs> before everybody's like, "Dude, goddamn Canadians!" Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're originally from the Bronx. Um, anyways, here's the thing: is that you had the Republicans basically walk out because they weren't getting their say, which means that this is a one-sided argument, right? So, where is this hundred and sixty million dollars going to go to bolster her needs and her agenda? Or is it for the fairness of what's exactly about, of what's going to happen? That is my question, because I don't trust her. I don't like her. And I personally, my personal opinion, as I think she was appointed for political reasons, because she leans towards well, uh, 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 Joe Biden there. Well, the, the 160 million, I think, is going to PlayStation. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. So we could actually clip that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Is this, yeah, to, to, to make the, the frames better on the PlayStation 5 version. <laughs> oh, so let's yeah. let's go right into that. I mean, this this news is uh, <clears throat> this news is like five days old, but I do want to discuss some of yes. the intricacies of it. Microsoft's was the ABK in this ABK deal. PlayStation and Sony leadership said Microsoft might release a PlayStation version of Call of Duty where bugs and errors emerge only in the game's final level or after later updates where they say by then if they were to patch the game it would be too late and everyone would flock to the Xbox as I embellish the quote but um Meg what do you think about them with this this utterly total conspiracy theory it's utterly ridiculous and unfounded and I'll tell you why this is a business not a con okay these guys do not console war Okay, this is a business worth billions of dollars. They are not at the liberty to be able to sabotage one version over the other for different reasons. There now, however, you could say, Mag, you could be wrong. Look at Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol had a bunch of the PlayStation devs go in there and work mm -hmm. on the game to help finish it, and it played better on the PlayStation. That could go either way. I'm not going to say, I'm not the expert. I'm not going to say either way of what happened there uh, or something, you know, but the thing is when it comes to this, I don't, first of all, they're not going to sabotage the competition because they want, they need the money from, they don't need the money, but I mean, it'd be, they'd be nice to have the money from PlayStation because every, every PlayStation copy they sell, they, they make 30% without oh, yeah. having to do anything, <clears throat> right? And that 30% goes right back into the development of future games. And you know how I know that's a fact? Because Play or Sony right now is crying that they're going to be losing their 30% of sales because that helped make what? Their first-party bangers, which don't make them enough money. Which they admitted right? to, right? They admitted to they, that. They admitted to. So let, Microsoft would be doing the same thing, brother. You know, they'd me, be funding Bethesda with the 30% that they're getting from ABK or putting it back in ABK. Sure. Right? Sure. And they're I making mean, it from Nintendo? from PC and from Sony, and they put that 30% back into their coffers and they put it towards the development of whatever, Diablo 5 or Indiana Jones 2 or even just the finished Indiana Jones 1, whatever the heck they're doing. And and that's how they do that. That's how they're going to operate. So why would they sabotage making money for, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense to me. This is this is fanboy well, rambling well, nonsense. Let me, let me side with PlayStation and Sony for a moment there. Um, PlayStation knows full well. This is such a con... This is such a, a um, 
contradiction to what they say and what they believe because they know that Xbox has all of the power with their game on a service because if Xbox puts Call of Duty on Game Pass, they know they're going to make a crap ton of money on rev- on residual revenue stream, a, a renewable residual revenue stream on Game Pass. Sure. Now, please understand, audience, and thank you for being here and 1,100 of you that are listening to Mag and I talk like crazy lunatics with our heads flying off our shoulders, but you have to understand that a residual or a consumable revenue stream like Game Pass is far more lucrative far more lucrative than to just sell something once in November and, uh, you know, hold on to that, that, that big payment that comes in. So PlayStation knows more than anybody that if Xbox can continue to keep people subbed and paying 10 to $15 every month without even looking that direction while it comes out of their checking account and enjoying all the games, they're going to make a lot of money. Now PlayStation will sell the game for $70 and with or without Xbox, Mag, they still have to pay the 30%, and the rest is gravy. It's all their revenue yeah, and I profit. Yeah, I made a mistake, by the way. Maxi Corman corrected me in the chat, and he's actually 100% right. It's actually 70% of that goes to Xbox, not 30 Yes. Because, sorry, I, I reversed no, I knew it what in, you my, meant. in my, I, my brain. I knew what you meant. But I think everybody yeah. knew what I meant. But Maxi Corman, thank you for pointing that out. I, I'm actually not one of those guys. I'd be like, hey, what did you correct me for? You're yeah, yeah right. Mag knows it's that it's there's 70. a 30% fee, basically. Yes. Um, Yes, to that's have what the I game. meant to say. My apologies. Yes, and I knew yeah. I knew what you meant. I thought I didn't even think twice about it. So here's the breakdown, and thanks to Hargeet yeah. Chani, who is uh, Hargeet Chani. He's he's smart dude. But we were yes, kind of ru- we were running the numbers. I said Hargeet, I'm going to make this video about ABK tomorrow. Um, can you help me figure out how much PlayStation stands to lose? Because Sony admitted that they think that 15% of their PlayStation console users are going to jump ship and just play Call of Duty on an Xbox ecosystem whether they buy an xbox or play it on pc through game pass or just game pass okay let me get to the point 15 percent every year equates to 110 million dollars playstation is going to lose now they make three billion dollars per year in revenue on the playstation platform this is three percent Pay attention because numbers can get super boring. 3% of their yearly revenue that they normally get is going to be taken away from them by people jumping to Xbox. Now they're trying to, they're trying to frame that to the FTC and the CMA that that's going to hurt them and will reduce competition. 3% is not a big deal when it comes to 3 billion, but when your PlayStation and that extra 3% was always guaranteed to you because you're the king and the 80% market share, Xbox has offered them 10-year agreement for Call of Duty, and they still refuse to come to the table. They won't even return their phone calls, and they've even lied to the CMA and the FTC saying that Microsoft is doing this in bad faith. (coughs) Oh, my gosh. And I died. Uh, That Microsoft is going to, like, hamstring them, stab them in the back. Right, Mag? They think that Xbox is going to say, here, sign this legal agreement to to keep the game, and then they're just going to yank it from them. And then go to then they'll they'll get sued like Lucy from Charlie Brown when when you're about to kick the field goal. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, guys. This is the real world. This is not like this is not YouTube and Twitter squabblings, okay? Or like or like Twitter spaces where people are on there for nine hours. And speaking of which, who the hell has time to be on Twitter spaces for nine hours? Don't you have a job? Don't you have something to do? Go dig a ditch. Go serve some tables. Go go get a job. Go mail some uh, some letters. Uh, do they mail letters anymore? Who the hell knows? Holy anyway. smokes! You you are oh, so something. old. You said dig a ditch. I'm surprised you didn't say go fly a kite. But hey, anyway, my day. 
in my day, way back in here. Uh, but anyways, in all seriousness, look, they're not they can't, they're not going to do anything like that. It's not like that. It's but but you are right about one thing. 110 million, 110 million. Is that what you said? Give or take? 110 million. Yes. And, and, uh, okay, that's, De Silvia that's says that's a lot of money. 110 million is a lot. That's 40% or maybe even 45%, let's say, uh, of, of a, of a triple A banger. So that could like pay for half oh, of the plus three. Yeah. Okay. So think yeah. about that. So you lose okay. that every year. And let's say, uh, Last of Us 3 takes five years to make. Okay. Well, that 110 million easily paid for Last of Us 3 over the course of five years, paid for Last of Us 3 and maybe another Spider Man. Because that would be like 500, what? $550 million. Okay. Between the two, that would pay for two AAA bangers over the course of five years. Because listen, when it comes to these corporate, right? If you, if you think about it that way, $110 million you lose every year for five years. And in that five years, you release Spider Man 3. And I'm just making a, a, a games, okay? I'm just saying it as an example. That's what they're looking at. So they, they said that it helps fund their AAA games. Well, I can understand that. I could see that. And I could see, but you know what? It's not Microsoft's problem to deal with. This is called, it's, it's called, uh, you know, consu it's consu well, consumerism, it's capitalism. If they're purchasing something, look at what Sony did with Spider-Man. They purchased Spider-Man for peanuts, mind you, but they hang on to that thing so tight and they do whatever they want with it. And what do they say to everybody else? What do they say to everybody do they make concessions for Microsoft? Do they make they don't they barely even make concessions for Disney anymore. I don't even think that Spider-Man's going to show up in the MCU anymore. Because right. now they're going to do, do their own trilogy out of the uh, Sony Pictures. And what do they say to everybody? Too bad, so sad, buy a PlayStation if you want to play Spider-Man. Right? Do they make concessions for Microsoft? Hell no. Do they care that Microsoft loses money on revenue from from Spider because uh, they don't have Spider-Man on the console? They don't care. Yeah. So why yeah. the hell would Microsoft care? Well, Give one of the break. things that one of the things that really scares and threatens PlayStation is uh, they'll lose sales. And you know, Biff Rinaldi and I are—he's crunching numbers. He's like, it actually is ninety million. I, I we were run, running the numbers at the same time. It's ninety million, and Hargeet came up with the number. There's one hundred ten okay. million, but he also used a three point six billion dollar calculation, which was their last fiscal year. But it okay, varies. But the other yeah. thing is, like he said, you kind of have to round it a little bit, Colt, because. They'll lose $70 sales in a certain bulk, but they'll also lose most of those they'll lose in the $10 or $9.99, uh, uh, $60 a year in PS right. Plus. I'm sorry, it's, it is, it, it's not such an easy thing to say because if somebody jumps off the PlayStation to play Call of Duty elsewhere, PlayStation will lose the sale of the game and they'll also definitely lose that or they probably would lose the PS plus subscription, which is that requirement to pay online because anybody who jumps ship to play it on game pass, most likely call of duty is their main game. They play most of the time, but there's no way to know. So thank you, Biff Rinaldi, a uh, hundred million, 90 million, 110 million, somewhere in there. It's in a ballpark. Um, and when you bring can, that perspective, I, I, I can, Mag, I can that understand Sony's stance. I can understand Sony's stance on that because like I said, every five years you're losing two triple a banger um, um, funding. Or funding for two AAA titles, okay? I yeah. get that. But at the same time, this is also assuming that that many people are going to jump ship from PlayStation to go over to Xbox, considering that in some markets, okay, right now in the UK and Europe, uh, uh, Sony has jumped 300 to 400% in sales. Right. And yeah. they're dominating 70 to 80% of the market share in Europe and in the UK. 
what who's jumping where even if they're doing even if some of them do listen think about the actual average gamer the average joe unless microsoft goes on a massive advertising spree okay a lot of these people are going to stay they're going to stick with what they know they have a playstation they buy the two games a year in sure. europe they're probably going to buy what fifa and cod and in north and, and in the united states they're going to buy madden and cod and in canada they're going to buy nhl <laughs> they're going to buy nhl and cod right well and this is what they do do you think they really jump ship like are even the chat saying are they really going to jump ship because no i don't you know half of those people may say well i'm not going to go play it on xbox or pc because i want to play with my playstation friends well you have cross play but right now playstation doesn't have discord so you can't party chat with your friends you can maybe you can do game chat within call of duty but cross play is as something that's helped save this but there are so many people out of that. I don't know how many people that would be that would jump ship to play Call of Duty off of the PlayStation, but maybe PlayStation has a right. Like, look at $100 million is a lot of money, FTC and CMA. Over, over save us. Save us, right? And uh, over time, it's a lot of money, Cole. They're, maybe they're it's a wrong. worst case scenario, 15%. I don't know. It, it's all it's all just kind of a. First of all, these are all hearsay numbers because none of it sure. has happened. It's like it's like saying, oh, um, if all these people, if you know, if if a hundred million people all start smoking, twenty five percent of them are going to die within the, uh, you know, within fifty years. You don't know that. Well, we can have you actually have stats ideas. or something like that, though. You, you could, could have stats. Yeah, you could you have, have stats for that. Ideas, right? <laughs> Let me but read some supers here. Now. These are these are ballpark ideas. They, yeah. they, they, they're just they're just projecting possibilities. And yeah, okay, they're sound. Just like what my my, my analogy is kind of silly, but at the same time, you know, it's still sound. You're still working on yeah. past past uh, experience, right? That's fine. But it does at the, at the end of the day, until it happens, there's nothing. They, so you cannot base a decision. This is what I'm getting at. Long story longer is you cannot base a decision on hearsay, on you know, or on 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 a projection. It can't be done well, because you can't have a solid outcome. Therefore, you can't make a solid decision. And that's not how Based that's not how legal uh, agreements yeah. are made, for sure. Like, um, you have to go off of actual facts. But both Microsoft and Sony have painted the most grim p possible picture to try and get their way. And this is where Microsoft says they have eighty percent of the market. Look how small we are when it doesn't tell the real story where right. Xbox is actually available in the entire global market and PlayStation, well, not globally as far as countries. There's another thing we need to talk about later, but they are on platforms that could be anywhere and PlayStation is basically only on the console. So this is why you see the stuff where Xbox makes themselves look weak. PlayStation makes themselves look weaker. Let me read some super. Splendivorous, thank you for the two, says, this pony has rainbows. Can you prance over to Xbox? You probably said that while you're wearing the, uh, the I was uh, wearing unicorn the, I horn. I was wearing the, the pony horn, yes, which Assassin. you sadly missed. Oh, yeah. I'll check it out on the replay, and I'll be like, oh. Uh, Assassin says, welcome to the XC family, Mag. Shout out to you and all the new channel members. By the way, Cole, when can we expect your Redfall impression? I believe it's the 22nd. Um, I'll check on the NDA. I'm still waiting for some things they need to provide. And then I got to write down my thoughts while I still remember them. Uh, works, works venom. Welcome to the uh, early access and channel membership. Thank you. You got the Joanna dark picture for the next month, Bob digital. Thank you so much for the $20 super says, do you, do we think we see Hellblade two in November? If so, what do we think the 2024 slate looks like? Love the show. Boy, that's a, that's a long, that could be a long question to answer. Um, Hellblade 2, yes, I think 
it's very possible we'll see Hellblade in uh, October or November. Just recently, Mag, Phil Spencer visited the Ninja Theory Studios like two weeks ago and came home to his home in America and played the rest of Hellblade Sinua's sacrifice and got all thousand gamer score on it. Did you see that little tweet this morning? I did see it. Yeah, I did so. see it. Getting in the um, mood. Do you think we're going to see Hellblade at the end of this year? I think so. I think it'll be this year. Um, I'm hearing rumblings from people that are saying that they're expecting it to be later this year, not October, uh, but looking like November, December, uh, to round out the year. Now, if you think about how they're rounding out, the, the, first of all, but it depends on how long the game is. And hear me out here. Starfield is coming out in the fall, right? September 6th. Yes. Yes. Okay. Forza Motorsport, which I know it's a whole different genre. I get it. It's it's racing. It's not it, you know it's not the same thing. So yep. they could release that somewhere in there too. In October, let's say. Okay, give yep. it. But yep. the thing is, you want Starfield because Starfield is going to be that game. It's going to be it's going to be you know well preferably hopefully it's going to be that Skyrim of this generation kind of thing, right? It's going to Should be the be. game that people will still be playing in ten years from now, and they'll still be modding on the PC and this and that, just like Skyrim is. You know, the ten year anniversary still selling. It's unbelievable to me, but mm -hmm. it's still doing its thing, right? So that being the case, you want Starfield to breathe, okay? You want Starfield to breathe. You want people to latch onto and get onto it. If Senua's Saga is more of a streamlined game, like a shorter streamlined 25-hour experience, 30-hour experience, maybe something like that, then I could see them releasing it in December because it could be that break in Starfield that you might need because maybe you get that open-world fatigue and you're like, oh, man, I just want to play something a little more streamlined for like a couple of weeks or a week or something like that. And you, and you could play through Senua's Saga, that kind of thing, and then go back to Starfield because Starfield is that kind of game that you could kind of just keep mining. You know what I mean? Like a World of Warcraft. Yeah. You just keep going back for years. Now, Starfield is going to be the, the most talked about game of the year. And everyone says, Tears sure. of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom is going to be huge. It'll probably be the highest rated game that comes out in 2023. Sure. But Starfield, uh, don't get mad at me. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is a sequel to the game we've already played. Starfield is a brand new IP. It is the monumental game from Bethesda Softworks. We haven't seen in 12 years. It's going to be a really, right. really earth-shattering big deal of a game. Uh, people will go to work. That's when you'll actually get to talk about gaming with your coworkers that usually only like to talk about golf. So, yeah, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I think, Mag, I think for some reason I have this feeling like December is a, okay, here you go, month. So I would think if Hellblade was going to make it it would be November, but Starfield feels like that big before Black Friday release, um, but it's not. It's going to be in September, so right. is Hellblade like that big moment? Uh, when we see it, I think so. I think it's going to be a big yeah. deal. See that, and that's the other problem. You don't want to overshadow one or the other. You don't want this to turn into a Titanfall two. Uh, uh, what's it, what uh, this guy's name here? Mechanics, Me mechanics. When I when I say by short thirty hour experience, I'm saying short in comparison to like the thousand hour Starfield game. So yeah. when you play like you could play a thirty hour game in two weeks, if you know, or even a week. You know, it depends on how much time you have. That's what I mean by a shorter experience. Whereas Starfield is the kind of game you're not going it to needs finish a month. in a week or two. It's it going to take month. you at least a couple of months. Well, like right? it needs a so month to I'm breathe before I mean shorter in comparison. Are However, you think? Are you thinking like a month? Like it needs a month before their next big release. Um, I think too. If you're releasing yeah. Starfield, give them two months. Wow. Give them two months breathing space because the game is going to be big. If it if it rates well, 
then you really got to give it its space because you want it to shine. And yeah, the other problem is that... Sudden, I don't know, that's my thought. Yeah, I mean, I've heard too much that when the ABK deal closes that Xbox is going to want, going to, want to leverage the new Call of Duty in November. And then that would yeah. just like Ninja Theory be told like, hey, sorry, we need to move you, which I would be really angry if I was Ninja Theory because I think they've been waiting a long time. Uh, shout out to I am to West Coast who's in the chat. If he's still here, I don't know if he's watching, but he was uh, talking about playing Halo Infinite on his Steam Deck. And I got to hang out with him in L.A. because he lives in the area. And we went to and had some really crappy Chinese food and hung out and talked for like two hours. I'll tell you what, meeting someone that you've known on the Internet for years in real life is so fantastic. It feels like meeting up with a friend that you went to high school with. And it, it's really fantastic. I can't wait. Maggie, we're going to do this. You, me, Gaz, Rand, everybody. We're, we're all, all going to meet up at when we hit E3. Yeah, we're going to be in LA, baby. I'm, yes. gonna be, uh, I'm staying in Beverly Hills. And uh, I'm going to be uh, hanging out with... Uh, Hanging out with Harrison Ford and everything else, and I'll be like, oh, I'll make some time for Rand, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> with Harrison Ford, this, we are he's like, you're gonna meet Randall Thor. Yeah, yeah. Can you uh, imagine Harrison Ford, <laughs> Randall Thor. I listen to that guy, the yeah, Xbox guy. I don't know why. All of a sudden, he's a Western. He's got a Western accent. Watching <laughs> so, too much 1923. Uh, anyways, Thor says it's gonna be something else, man. It, it is going to be good. I'm organizing something, by the way, Colt. I'm organizing something that I can get all of us in one room together somehow, some way. And I mean everybody. I mean you, Gaz, uh, Rand, Je uh, Jez Corden, I'm assuming, is coming. Uh, I think so. Boomstick yeah. XL, yeah. Kay Asante, uh, Everborn Saga, um, Wandering Dutch. All of us are going to be down there. Uh, the Iron Lords. Everybody and I want and uh, and of course I shout out to One Away Dragon there uh, Lemon from uh, NYC. Yep. Uh, we're all going to be down there, so I'm I'm trying to figure out a way that we can all get us coordinated into one space, and just have like the podcasting like party of a lifetime. That's, oh, that'd be that, so anyway, awesome! I'm working on it. I'm working on it. That'd I'm be so awesome. It. And and you know everybody in the chat, please try and make a D three. Uh, we want to stick oh, around. Make a D three, man. We'll all be yeah. there. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to be wearing um, a mag shirt, so it'll be hard to miss me. <laughs> I will not be wearing a picture of Cold Eastwood on my shirt. I'll wear something different, but I have a shirt with my logo, and it looks so, it's like huge. This is huge face. It's it's terrible. Uh, I don't even wear it. I don't even wear it to sleep. Sith Lord, for, who's been a channel for four months, uh, talks to me pretty often. Colt Gaz looks so, and sounds so different. Oh, that's my man, Maggie says. You guys are killing it. Missed you last week. Hope your trip went well and all is good. Yeah, I thank you, Sith. I I missed doing the show. Sith, I was a little best, bit nervous. This is awesome. Uh, Nariko94, thank you for the two-pound super, says Valheim is on Game Pass now. Looking forward to it. I need to load that up. I need something to play because I'm not playing Wolong Long because I suck. Yudana Kizada with the five says, love you, Mag, but... Why did you turn in Morpheus and Neo into the agents and the machines over fake stake in the major? Oh, gosh. Now he says you're, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Joey Pants. Joe, yeah, yeah. What's his What's his uh, full name? Pants. Uh, Joe Pant Pantaloni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it Pantaloni? I, it's something uh, like that. Yeah. yeah and he's also Pants. in the Goonies. That's his, uh, mafia name. He's yeah. also in the Goonies, yeah. bro. Yeah, so oh, now you're right. Joey he Pants. Of, he, he played one of the Fratelli brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, by the way, Jordan He's... James in the chat, Xbox is having a live person show uh, on uh, June 11th. I'm flying in on the 10th into LA. Same. And then the show is on the 11th. God yeah. willing, I can get into the show somehow. If not, I'm going to break my way in somehow. I don't know. I'll, 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 pre Zip I'll pretend line I'm, in. Like, I'm a presenter. Yeah. Actually, I'll just tell him I'm Walter White, for Christ's sake. Why don't I just do that? I'll be like, don't you know who I am? I'm you're like, you're not Walter White. You're Joey Pants, bro. Yeah. 
Uh, PlayStation box with a $2 super says Beth. Oh, Bethesda knows that we can see that 60 FPS gameplay, right? Um, I, I, I've been banging this drum for, I don't know, 10, 11 months. I think that, I think that Starfield's going to have a performance mode. I kind of wonder that maybe Starfield wasn't running at 60 for a while. It was, it was a tough thing to kind of figure out, but right. I think they did that trailer on purpose and some people even said it looked like the game was running at 60, even when the Todd Howard interview was was encoded at 30 frames. So, Mag, do you think we'll have a performance mode for Starfield? 100%. 100%. There's no, there is no scenario where I could see any kind of positive news if it was only 30 FPS. There is not a chance in hell that this, this thing runs at only 30 FPS. I have a feeling that they're going to have a performance mode. I mean, if... if <sighs> I mean, there's open world games that are that are huge open world games that run at 60, Bro. like the Assassin's. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy runs at 60 at 60 frames, sir. Um, no, uh, Hogwarts Legacy runs at 60 frames on my son's Series S, and that's a huge, great looking game. And I've told people yes. multiple times, like, what what is it about you? I want to grab somebody by the shirt and say, why why do you do this? Why do you say that? Starfield's going to run at 30 FPS on an Xbox Series X. Why? It's Wh not three. Okay, cool. Three years ago, Assassin's Creed Valhalla ran at 60. And three it's, years ago. And it's amazing looking. And it's a and different it's incredible engine. looking. And that was on the Xbox Series X. That's where I played it when the Xbox Series X launched. I think it was the same week that Valhalla came out. And I, that was actually, that was the first game I bought for the Series X. And by the way, I'm not saying a boot. Whoever said that in the chat. <laughs> I saw that. He's like, can you say amen? You did you say, say we're going to, I'm going to fly out there. I'm going to fly out there. Uh, <laughs> Should I do the South Park flappy heads? Well, oh, talk like that, you know? Uh, anyways. <laughs> now, I, I'm, I'll, I'll say on the record, uh, when you get into some of the big main cities of Starfield in the main, in the main planets, there'll probably be some heavy drops because that engine has problems with big buildings. If... On my PC or on the Xbox with the 60 frames mod, when you get downtown in Boston on Fallout 4, the frame rate tanks to like high 30s, low right. 40s, no matter what. I'm like, what the crap? Um, yeah. And the hardware shouldn't be doing that. But yeah, no, I think it's going to run think at it's... 60. There's no question. I'm not even concerned about it because listen, Xbox has taken enough hits over the last year or so because of the delays and everything else. And then, of course, let's guys, let's not forget, we just came out of a pandemic and all that stuff. So a lot of the stuff got delayed even further. We get it. We understand it. They had, they had a really bad 2022. They're not going to take another hit with a 30 FPS only for Starfield. It's not going to happen. I can almost guarantee it. It's I, not going to happen. I'm going to also say that I predict that at one point they were having troubles with the performance mode on Starfield. And when Todd was interviewed by Lex Friedman, he said that they've got, we've got the Xbox hardware team over there showing us how to make it really dance. I think that was the point where Jason Ronald and his team said, Hey, we need to make sure that this runs as good as it possibly can. So right. it's not a, you know, sore thumb thing sticking out for exactly for the game. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to happen, man. This is flagship material. Okay. This is the enterprise E. This, this is, is the most like, important game Xbox has. Yeah, coming. like you know, coming. You know, this this is it. This is the big gun. All right, this is the biggest gun they've got until Fable comes out. You can have other big games, okay? Oh, you can have Senua Saga. That's a big title for us. Uh, you know, you can have Avowed. Uh, you know, new IP, great, but it's you know, it's still going to be a big game. Fable's going to be the next big one, right? 
But this is the biggest one because of the hype around it, everything else. You know, you got the history of Todd Howard, the pedigree of the studio, and, of course, of the director and everything else, right? So it's going to be a big thing. They're not going to mess about. All right? Or it, a boot. Just, guys, let's just They're not going to mess about. a boot. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, let's not mess a boot, okay, folks? So, um, here's, another, here's another one. Forza Horizon 5 runs at 60 frames on my son's Xbox Series S. So, yes. I don't know, just kind of put two and two together. If it comes out at 30, I'll be like, what the heck? No one will understand it. But it's just funny that Digital Foundry's like, we're going to talk about them in a minute. They're like, well, I think it's going to be 30. I'm like, what? You guys even, you guys are so smart. Uh, Raiden Blade, thank you for the two pounds, said, guys, Sarah Bond said they had to trust Sony when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On MLB, Sarah Bond said they had to, what trust that Sony wouldn't pull a quick one on him or something. Rain oh, Blade, let maybe, me know. Maybe he was talking about in terms of parody, in terms of performance. Yeah, and 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 MLB runs and looks worse on Xbox Series X by uh, from, from what I heard. But um, I, I haven't played it. I'm not a. I mean, I know I love baseball games, but the, but it's too much of a simulator to me. I just was like, I'm bored. Well, we'll talk when game, we'll honest. talk when twenty three comes out, and I'll show you how to set it up the way I do. And I really enjoy playing it on my chill time. Viper XD with the Canadian eleven dollars says they don't need oh, to sabotage. <laughs> they <Sorry>. don't. Need... <laughs> All the Canadian jokes are in the chat. They're like, "Hey, don't rock the boot." I can see the chat. Chat, you know, it's flying by, but I can still see you guys. You know, you guys Sorry, are so like... you guys are so insensitive to Canadia. Is that what you guys call it, Canadia? <laughs> Um, I love it. I love it. Viper XD, thank you. He says they don't need to sabotage Call of Duty to get players to change over to Xbox. What they will do after the deal is done and established is remove the Xbox Live fees. That will bring players over. You know what's <sighs> going to bring people over? And Microsoft on, needs me... to do that. Listen, this is what's going to happen. People will migrate over to Xbox, but not this generation. And see, this is the thing that a lot of people don't get. When it comes to this deal, Sony and Microsoft are not talking about tomorrow. They're not talking about next week or next month. They're talking 10 years from now, 15 years from now. This is what they're concerned about. They're not concerned yeah, about yeah. today. It's like Marvel. Marvel's not in phase five. Marvel internals on phase eight. You just don't know it. No, that's what that's they're true. working on, right? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So this is the, the, what they're what Sony's worried about is not now, not today, not tomorrow, not next year when this ABK deal does go through. They're worried about the next gen console. So when the next gen console comes out, and it's just like you remember, like the 360. 360 was the hotness, right? Everybody played Call of Duty on there. Mm -hmm. uh, call that it was the shooter box. It was the Halo and and uh, Call of Duty box. Uh, it, all the what was it? Uh, all the um, the major league gaming, um, all, uh, you know, all the competitions all over the world were all in 360s and all that stuff, right? So everybody bought a 360 to play those games on it. That's where it's going to affect them. Not this generation. It'll be the next gen. After the Series X and S and the PS5, it'll be the PS6 and whatever the hell Xbox is going to call the next gen. That's when people will migrate over because that's where they'll see it's the home of Call of Duty. Also assuming that Call of Duty is still hot in four or five years from now. Right. It might right. die. You never yeah. know. 
Battlefield uh, might be the big, 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 big game in five years. You also have to think in 10 years, you know, PlayStation could lose half a billion over that entire duration of people that jump the ship. And I also got to say, totally on subject, Meg, I love your new setup and your new camera angle. Thank you. Like you're, Thank you. we, we were talking before the show um, a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago when we're kind of setting up things. I, I was like, I said, Meg, I got to get you your camera like right on you because people love to hear and see you talk. And, and you were kind of, you were, you were pointed down a little bit. And I, I love, like I love thing. the yeah. new engagement on the chat. Thanks. Give love to Meg. Uh, I love having him on the show. And I think it's great. Like we can see every little uh, animation of his face. And he's like, right. He, like you, when I, right before I said it, you pointed at the camera and you're like right there. I love it. Um, just cool. love it. And, way, and shout out to, Shout out to 1,200 people are here. Back there. So uh, I'm doing a whole thing in this room here. This, I actually did this room before we even started the show. Actually, you know when you did that little promo spot of us, uh, uh, of the uh, the backgrounds? And I'm like, I wanted to message you and be like, Colt, I'm not using that background anymore. I literally built a whole separate room just to do these, just to do my well, podcast. I didn't have the, game. I had the records back there. They're gone now. I've changed that background yes, you as well. The records. That's right. I've hung yeah. two more guitars. Uh, I'm going to put like my plaque up and some other stuff. But yeah, I mean, yes, you and I are what, always what, in flux, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And yeah, so, yeah, so I yeah. got uh, I bought Big Buck Hunter. I bought the Mortal Kombat 30th Anniversary Slaughter. Legacy. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Next is going to be Street Fighter uh, 35th, uh, 35th Anniversary uh, um, uh, Arcade Cabinet. That's coming next. And Did you have to carry those down the inch. stairs, or do you have access to the bottom floor from... No, no, no. Just the, just the stairs from in the house. There's no way I'd, I'd, I'd let access down here. I got too much, too many valuable things here. So, okay. and I got my, I got all kinds of stuff. I got my sword collection there. I got a 70 inch TV. I got all the consoles in here. I got the whole nine yards, baby. This room is is the gaming room. And then over then I got a wet bar and uh, and I got pub games in the other room. It's a it's a whole thing, Colt. And if you ever come up to Canada, you know I'll show you what it's all about. So anyway, <laughs> carry on with the show. Oh my gosh. Danny Passion Official says, just welcoming the mag. Let's hit the like button. Yes, please. Thank you. Hit the like button to show your support. Show that you're actually having a good time. We're, we're doing okay here. We're, we're, we're having an okay time. Red Sora says, PS5 just added Discord. Oh yeah. I guess they did. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't turn it on to, to get on chat, so I've never even looked, but I knew it was on its way. PlayStation. When yes, I play PlayStation, yeah. I'm like in my own world. I like... I don't yeah, really I'm by myself. Someone will send me a message. Yeah. Like Mooch will send me a message once in a while because he's on there, and he'll just say, "Hey, man, how's it going?" That that that's about it. But I don't talk to anybody. And yeah, it's the lonely I station, bro. For no reason. <laughs> like I've, I bought <laughs> headphones and they just sit there because I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I'm in my own world. Xbox, oh man. As soon as I turn it on, what's up, Meg? And I'm like, oh my god, I haven't yep. even logged in yet. How did you it's find the, me so fast? It's the party box, bro. It's the party box. Oh. Hey, welcome K Dub to the uh, channel membership and Maxwell Cuvedo. <laughs> Cuvedo, I can't even see it, so I can't even. Help I love you it. Out there. I love it. Maxwell, thank you for the five dollars. Says, why are we talking about Hellblade two? That thing that coming out next year. Relax, Hellblade's coming out twenty twenty four, the earliest. He thinks Starfield better have a sixty FPS mode. Maxwell says if he doesn't, he'll put Todd Howard in show cold and uh, give him another perm. So shout out to Maxwell. I'm gonna crumb with the Australian three dollars. Says, isn't Creation Engine two a new engine? No, it's the evolved engine. They always evolve. They add things to the to the engine. They basically take half of what they had from Fallout 4 and they build a whole nother segment or, or more evolved part of the engine. Funny, funny thing. For those of you who are Fallout 4 fans or have, have it installed or go on YouTube and look at Fallout 4, please. Or one of my videos I did like a few months ago. The character models in Fallout 4 are about one-tenth of the 
detail and quality of the character models in Starfield's trailers. Incredible. Even last year's trailer, um, which is all we've seen of character models. But I did a video about Starfield's improvements with the Creation Engine 2, and I recorded some spots of me talking to main characters like... Um, Poppy, the the main character that is one of your companions, and my character that looks kind of like me, and the the level of quality of those, the of the facial character or the the, I don't know what the what you'd call it, but the character models on Fallout Four are basically about one tenth of what they are in Starfield. Starfield is such an improved engine. I can't wait to see it. Mac Bound, who's oh, been yeah. channel mumble for ten months, says welcome the Mag. It's been a great show. Can't wait to Thank see you. more. A eh? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Keep Just as long as I don't do any strange brew references will be okay. Cause that's like, that's what, that's my, that's my Canada um, education growing up. So let's see, let's talk about, well, we're kind of talking about this, the Starfield upgrade. Um, but let me skip forward and talk about the 12 month promise. This is a big controversial item and I'm going to, I'm going to let you take it while I write a poll Xbox said that they, they these are the next games you're going to, these are the games you're going to play in 12 months. And here we are in June and there's a few missing Meg, tell me how you feel personally and where you're sitting on that, uh, with the 12 month promise. Okay. Look, I don't need the 12 month promise. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know what I do need? I do need, I don't need anything, but what we need as, as a group, we need a steady flow of games, whether it comes from first party or whether it comes from third-party deals. Now, in the respect that the way that Sony operates, if they don't have a lot of big games coming, I mean, they always have, you know, they always have at least one big game or two big games a year coming out, right? But what yeah. do they do to, to flesh out the rest of the year? They, they do third-party deals and stuff like that. Uh, they do some uh, exclusivity deals with just certain games. Hey, sometimes it doesn't work out. I mean, look at Forspoken, didn't work out. It was a gamble, they lost. Fine, you don't always win when you go to the casino, right? So anyways, the point is that the majority of the time, it works to their advantage, okay? So Microsoft has to do the exact same thing, but in Game Pass. So if you have, let's say, yep. two games coming out in this year, you don't have to say, listen, guys, we got this, 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 and this coming out within 12 months. Just as long as you got every month or every two months, okay, you've got something coming out, whether it's first party or whether it's third party deals going into Game Pass. It doesn't even have to be exclusive. As long as it gets into Game Pass, like, look, look, look at Woe Long. Okay, look at Atomic Heart. Okay, Ooh, yeah, kind of like anything. Didn't do anything for me because I mean the games are all right. I just I was like, all right, they're they're not they're not bad. They're not the best, but they're not bad. But they keep people busy and they keep people playing and they keep people's attention on the Xbox. And that's what you're trying to do at the end of the day, right? You're trying to keep people's Xbox controller in your hands, not the other guy's controller in your hands, right? You want the engagement to be up. So that's what you got to do: a steady flow of there. So far this year. Those games aren't from the Microsoft Studios. They're not from the Xbox Game Studios. They're not from Bethesda. Those are third-party deals. But it's keeping people playing on the Xbox ecosystem. By the way, I played a game, Shadow Warrior 3, on Game Pass. What a blast that game was, by Game's the way. I awesome. played it for three days. So much fun. That, that main character, Wang, had some really funny lines in that game. He's like, I need to reach in and channel my inner Wang. And I just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. Have you uh, played anyways, the other two? No, I just, that was the first oh. one I ever played. Go so, back I mean, and saw, you can go back and play two now because it's FPS boosted and is it it's, on Game Pass or do you have to like? Mm, no, but I bet it's like nine bucks. I'll oh, have to buy it for if you get super bored. But yeah. it's uh, well, see, yeah, it, it's it's got looks, that humor is awesome. 
yeah, it's hilarious. So this is what they got to do. So you got to keep people engaged in there until you get those first party games in there. So you know what? You've got those games coming in. You get another game in for April. And then what do you got in May? That's when you've got uh, Redfall, right? I believe yeah. it's May. So you've got Redfall coming in. That's how you do it. So then what happens hey. after that? Let's say you got June, nothing, and then July you have something else, and then you you know, and then and then you have August, give them a breather, and then September you got Starfield. As long as you got a steady flow of games, I don't need a promise hold, hold. from Xbox that the games have to come with twelve months. Hold on with your what speech for a second. Cold? Why are you laughing so much? Because you know, like when in, in like the movies when the teacher like goes to her desk and opens her drawer and takes out a flask and like yeah. dumps it in her coffee cup so the kids don't know that she's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> the chat is like totally shaming me because they heard me pouring what they think is Mountain Dew into my water cup. Oh, into your water cup, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I just drank a I just drank a pint of vodka. That's a, that's that's a, that's Canadian water uh, in case you're wondering. I mean, should uh, I put up a poll and say do you think Colts drinking Mountain Dew right now? <laughs> yes. Yes. You you guys Funny know enough, me so well. It's probably healthier for you. What happened um, what what <laughs> <laughs> probably what happened was a, a few weeks ago my mom came to visit and i totally went off the wagon because she stresses me out and the first thing i did was got a big old mountain dew and then i've been uh, i've been an emotional wreck ever since love my mom oh. she's great love it but uh <laughs> but i hear you oh, yeah, I got a great recipe now for green mountain dew cheesecake you gotta have it it's fantastic oh, Anyways, okay okay the, the cool no, thing is i heard time. everything you were saying when you're talking yes. about how they need to have a steady flow of games. Oh, and of course, I was. Games. It doesn't have to be first party, and you don't have to give me a promise. Yes, Just because. Keep them coming. I under, I'm not mad about them not delivering with Forza and Starfield because those games need to come out better. And I think Xbox has kind of changed their tune. We're like, look, we're not going to meet fiscal demands anymore. The game needs to oh. come out because we're going to lose money if it's not good. And we're going to make more money when the game comes out later, but better, right? I mean, that's let's take away the we got to do it for the gamers because in all actuality microsoft next box saying look we make more money when the game comes out and hits really hard and it, and it doesn't right. get bashed right so and i can respect that because that also means we're getting a better product but i'm with you mag they should have cracked the the checkbook out and said look we don't have anything for nine months we need to we need to fill the spaces with it some stuff crazy. and Woolong and atomic heart all those guys. those waited like Hi-Fi Rush, yeah. Hi-Fi yeah. Rush. I completely forgot about Hi-Fi Rush. Fantastic experience. I loved I loved playing it. I played it for a week and it did what it needed to do. It kept me on the Xbox. And this is what you got to do. What does Net Okay, what's Netflix do? What does Disney Plus do when they don't have well, not Disney Plus cuz Disney Plus only deals with exclusives, right? But if you look at like uh, Netflix for example or Paramount Plus or uh, you guys got Hulu, we got Crave up here. Um, you know, that kind of thing, right? Mm. So what do they do? When they don't have their, the, or Amazon, when they don't have their um, their first party studios making content, what do they do? Netflix is bringing in other stuff. You know what? They bring in all the Indiana Jones flicks. They bring in um, whatever. Heck they bring yeah. in the, the Terminator movies and stuff like that. And then they bring in some other third, par uh, you know, third party films and TV shows into the service. And all of a sudden, Friends, after 25 years, becomes the number one show on, on thing. And why do they do that? They do that to keep you watching Netflix until the next Stranger Things comes out. Or the well, next you have Ozark to because comes out. when there isn't anything, people are like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to cancel my sub for a little bit. And Xbox probably lost a lot of people and didn't grow during that 2022 that we didn't like. I mean, we could say, Colt, you and I could sit here all night and say they could have, could have, could have with a bunch yeah. of different things. But you know what? Yeah. They like, but in 2022, 
let's face it, you could have got Gotham Knights in there day one. That would have been a great boost for the game. And I said the same thing, Meg, but I game. think... I said the same thing, but I think by May, when they knew Starfield was going to, going to delay, that right. it was probably too late to grab Gotham Knights True. in October yeah, or whatever. Had, I would yeah. assume, right? Yeah, it's not like they call them like the day before and be like, hey, can you drop it on Game Pass? I'm like, yeah, okay, click, and then there it <laughs> so, is. It's, it doesn't work like that. Speaking but, of, today, Rod yeah. Ferguson of Blizzard, who used to work at Coalition for Gears, said that uh, we do not... Let me get, grab the quote from him. He said... All right. Uh... No plans for Diablo 4 in Game Pass. Uh, he was, he was answering a bunch of questions, but he threw that in there. And everyone's like, what? What, what about if you get well, acquired? Like, of course, you wouldn't answer that. Right. No, they, that's too inflammatory. That's too inflammatory when they're in the middle of a situation where they're still trying to get the deal um, approved, right? You cannot start making deals like that because it's going to antagonize the competition even further. The best thing that Microsoft do is do what they're doing. Lay low when it comes to this stuff. Right. It's not yeah. like at the same time while they're trying to get ABK, they're in the middle of trying to get Square Enix or something or Capcom. They're not going to do things like that because all you're doing is antagonizing the people who are who are in charge of either passing or failing this acquisition. Right. Or approving mm -hmm. or denying this acquisition is what I meant. But you know what I mean? And so they're not going to do anything like that to antagonize it. There's absolutely no way on God's green earth is that any ABK deal is coming to Xbox Game Pass until the deal is signed. But it will be signed. But anyways, <laughs> it, but the thing is, I'm just saying that's they're not going to do that. So no. when he said that, I'm like, why is this news? How is it like this can't be news to anybody? Like it's just it's just it's a no brainer to me that there's absolutely no reason or way that they're going to do that to antagonize well, what's her name, Alina uh, Wrath of Khan any further than they have to. <laughs> Wrath of okay? Khan. Oh man, yeah, talking well, about 1986 they, they or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, yeah. So so. Diablo 4 comes out in June, I think it's the release yes, date. Yeah, I mean, correct. Rod Ferguson, they don't have, there's no bit, nothing been put in place that says that Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass, but you know dang well that studio knows we're probably going into Game Pass as soon as this of thing course. is done. And I don't when even know how. When 2024 comes around, sure, but not now and not while they're dealing with I mean, the, how about the end of know? the summer? Like, if we get a, an agreement in the 25th or 26th of April when the FTC and CMA close the agreement, if there's no sue to block or block to sue, um, I mean, could it come then, out? Then you can do as it as soon on, as possible. Yeah, I sure. don't know. But then so, you can it, do something like that later. But can you imagine? Now, here's the other thing, Colt. There's another thing a lot of people don't realize. Think of the, it's such a terrible term, but I mean, I'm just going to say it anyway, the game dump that's going to come into Game Pass from ABK. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Sorry, it comes out so awful, but there's no oh, other way yeah, I can like, say it. You know, like of a dozen Call catalog. of Duty games, right? Holy mackerel. The the, the 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 Tony Hawk games, the, the Call of Duty games. I just the, bought the prototype the, one and two pack, like. Uh, when the ABK deal was being struck or being, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, right. how many games like, are going to throw in 20 one, one month and another man. Right. So that's what so I'm saying. They've got, they've got a lot of games that, by the way, I, I see everybody in the chat is, is yeah. uh, saying some con quotes all of a sudden. Yeah. The, the Sosa says Rod just can't escape Microsoft. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, with like Mikey Barra. It's like the Godfather 3, brother. It's yeah. like the Godfather 3. It's like, hey. Rod Ferguson, you thought you're out, eh? You thought you're out, and all of a sudden they pulled me back in. That's it. And all of a sudden, that's what Phil's saying right now is, uh, you know, you don't need, uh, he's doing the line that what's his name from Thanos. And what ends up happening? It all comes back to me. 
it all comes. I know that Mikey Barra, like Mikey Barra, took Phil Spencer off of his Outlook email contact (laughs) list, and then, and then by the end of the summer, he's like, "Oh crap, I'm working for Phil again." Here we go. Um, Yep. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We got to grow a big mustache so he can twirl it when they show back up at the office, just for one day, just for one day. He's going to do it during Movember. He's got a big mustache. (laughs) Yeah, big curly mustache. We got, uh, so have you, you've seen the whole fight about um, the Xbox hardware thing. Apparently the PlayStation guys have been dancing on the grave of the Xbox Series X that can't outperform the PS5. And one of the things they were recently celebrating is the Resident Evil 4 remake demo that apparently runs better on the ps5 with even though the series x is more powerful but mag i have a quote from i love this guy i i really like the guys at digital foundry um it's hard for me to choose who's my favorite between richard ledbetter and john lineman um but john lineman said this he's one of my favorites he says so people are asking, you know, what's going on? Like you guys, you, these people were saying something like to John Linneman this morning, like you're so biased. You just want PlayStation to have the win on everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Xbox fans don't say that. Like it's literally numbers. Like they're, they're crunching actual factoid numbers and doing calculations. There's no bias on that. But John Linneman said, quote, it's just Yeah, it's just odd given that I basically said the exact opposite. Xbox has a controls issue with the game. Now I'll put in a bracket. They complained about just on the Xbox console, there's a dead zone problem that shouldn't be there that's not on PC or PS5 that for some reason it's just not addressed. So he says, Xbox has a control issue with this game, sure, but it looks better than the PS5 version and has better VRR support. So, and then he just leaves a quote there, but... They also explained that Xbox runs the game at 1440p with some frame drops, but PS5 runs the game at 1200p with less frame drops, but the VRR saves the performance. So it actually runs better on a VRR supported screen on Xbox over the PS5. But there's just these things that we're going to see where the the story isn't always there. And I, I know that Digital Foundry hasn't always talked about the resolution as much because more often than not the resolution has been the same across both consoles do you cry yourself to sleep over these things meg no absolutely not um the only time i i don't understand like i mean what are you going to do like for people who only have the one console what the hell is the difference if you're going to play the game you're going to play the game or not right if you only have a series x you're gonna and you want to play resident evil 4 guess where you're going to play it you're going to play it on the series x because you have no choice it doesn't matter if it's running at 1440p with better VRR or or on the play or if you only own a PlayStation 5 and you want to play Resident Evil 4, you're gonna complain about how this one looks and that one looks when the only option you have is in front of you. If you have both, with which a lot of us, you know, the hardcore have both, and we had since day one. I had a PS5 from day one. I have two, I have two PS5s in the house, and I got four series consoles in this house. Okay, so that being the case. I can pick and choose depending on where I want to play it for whatever personal reasons I want. If if I find that the performance is going to be better on Xbox, that's fine. But I'm not going to sit there uh, crunching numbers and looking at spreadsheets and going, well, there's this and that. And this and that. It's where I want to play it. Do I want to get a platinum or do I want to get a thousand out of a thousand? There you that's go. Because yeah. by the way, I, I, sure. I complete all my games. I don't half-ass them. So the Jeez. point is, is that it's it's my personal preference of where I want to play. I don't care. That, you know, now there were some issues that were a little bit more glaring. Like, for example, I understand that uh, Callisto Protocol, which I got for the PlayStation 5, and only because I game share with someone who I purchased that game for, 
Okay, because he had to he had to purchase um, uh, Jedi Survivor for me, and I bought Callisto Protocol for him, right? So we were game sharing over there. So I heard that the Xbox version had some issues or whatever else, right? And they said that it was enough to cause problems in performance. Well, if that's the case, then I would buy the PS5 version, right? Yeah. As controversial yeah. as that is on an, on an Xbox podcast, but I would buy it there. But if it's just something as piddly diddly as like some of the some of the resolution that you could probably not even notice. I challenge anybody that would be able to notice the difference between 1200 and 1400. No, you won't, you know, and I used to brag about the resolution when it was the Xbox one X versus the PS4 pro. But back then the resolution was most of the times double the resolution on the Xbox. Double the resolution is a whole different ball game. That's different. That's something you could definitely notice, but something so marginal as that you're not going to notice. So you know what? In the end of the day, guys, and this goes for everybody in the chat. All 1.1,000 of you, and we were at 1.2,000 at one point. Um, listen, play where you want and enjoy and have a good time. Like Colt likes to say, be nice, okay? But seriously, just enjoy, play where you want to play and have a good time about yeah. it. Don't squabble about it. I mean, well, at, the, at the end of the day, just enjoy what you want to play and let people play where they want to play. If it's on Xbox, let it be Xbox. Well, the problem... let it be PlayStation, but don't bitch about the other side. The problem that happens to me is I play all of my multiplats on Xbox. And then I play yeah. the PlayStation exclusives on a, <gasps> a PS five on a PlayStation. But I don't know. Uh, my other there, right? problem is, um, digital founder would come out with analysis and I'm like, I've already bought the game. I already started it. Uh, like right. atomic heart today got like a changing performance, changing patch where it fixed a lot of problems. I'm like, Did they? cool. I beat that game like a week and a half ago. Right. It's over. And, you know, Hogwarts Legacy gets like some fix and they're like, oh, it's great. Or what well, Gotham Knights got, it's now at a locked 30. And I'm like, oh, great. I already yeah, well, beat that's it. That's great. When we, it came we out. finished it like six weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's not, but yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I, I get it. And I understand it. And I understand the frustrations too. I'm just saying at the end of the day, what can we do really? The only thing you could do is vote with your wallet. And if you find that there's a problem, then you know what? Someone is eventually going to listen when they're not making the money. You know, and that's the right. key to all of it, you know? So when someone's, when you're not making the money, that's what they're in there for. They, they, people could say all they want, like, oh, I love doing this. I love doing this. But you could love it all you want. But if you're not taking a paycheck home to pay your bills and your mortgage, you're not, your love's going to run out real fast. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's all about the money. So if, they, if they're not, if they're not, uh, if they're not, you know, pulling their weight in one department or another, don't give them the money then. You know what I mean? Don't give them the money and say, and just vote with your wallet and say, hey, listen, I'm not happy with the performance that you've done on this and put pressure on them in that respect and get them to fix it. You know? Yeah, in this I mean, case, it so happens to be better on the Resident Evil 4 on Xbox from what you're saying, which is great. I mean, if you got an Xbox, it's fantastic. I've got you know? a video that's uh, about three weeks old where I covered the problems with performance and admitted to things that I was wrong about the dev kit and, and the porting process and even Digital right. Foundry says one of the main problems right now with the Xbox, and, and shout out to, uh, in the chat, let me find uh, her name here. She, oh, jeez. Chat's so, going so quickly. Uh, Tori Ann says, uh, PS5's API versus Xbox DirectX 12, something to that extent. And yes, that's what we've heard is the DX12, which is on PC and Xbox, is causing some performance problems with drivers or how the game runs with that API. And as Digital Foundry also explains, devs are spending more time with the PlayStation version than with any other platform. One of the other reasons, which is interesting, is the PlayStation has its own bespoke shader system where it builds geometry, and developers have to spend more time getting that port to run on the PlayStation. 
And they spend all that time, then they get great performance out of it. And then they go, oh, yeah, we're DX12 on PC. You know, let's get it and go, and we're good. And I don't so blame it's, developers. You're saying it's being treated as an afterthought. It kind of because it just works, you know? Oh, here right. it is, set in on this. This is how it works on PC. It's the same thing for Xbox Series S and X, and it works great. And I don't blame developers because you remember how you were talking about who's going to notice the difference, who's going to see it? Um, right. developers will port the game and they play it on the dev kit. And then they, everyone walks in the room and they're like, how's it look? Looks great on the Xbox. How's it run? It's running really great. Ship it. And I don't blame them for that because it's when digital foundry puts the time graph on there, the frame time graph, and you see the dips and then the developers go, ah, dang it. Like I didn't think anybody would really notice or care. And part of it is together a car. Yeah. You and know, part and of it is them not being for a month. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I think, get it. Cause I'm trying to be as fair as possible. Cause a part of it is, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And some of it is like, you know, we're already crunched for time is enough. We're lucky to get this game out. And some of it's like a little bit less effort, not happening. And I never want to like blast the devs because they create things that we love. Um, sure. I think they just need all the support they can get. And it sounds like Xbox is trying to give them that support. And sometimes they can't, they don't have time to use it. Or we've already invested this route, how we're going. Thank you, Xbox, but we've already done all this and we're not going to backtrack, even if it's going to help the game a little bit because we're already like to put a lot of time into it. Is that, is that fair enough for me to say it that way? It sucks. I think so. And you know, the thing is, too, is also, you know, I don't, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but uh, I was talking about it with Shout Out to Wandering Dutch. Go check that guy out. He's fantastic. A uh, member of the Primetime Gaming uh, channel as well. Um, listen. He said something. He goes, you know, people are complaining about the Series S, right? Holding yeah. back gaming. Holding back gaming, right? All this other stuff. Just wait until they start releasing their first-party games that that they are exclusively making for yes. the Series consoles. For and that for API, PC. yeah. Wait till you see when that comes. And then you're going to see who's holding back what. They ain't well, holding I'm back nothing. Forza Horizon 5, yeah. S ain't holding back anything and yeah. you're going to see the performance on on that series s is going to be chugging along that little beast is going to be chugging along and you're going to go wow it's just that they're not i think you're right in in, in, some, in some respects that they're not spending enough time with the hardware right it's uh, you know and i'm not one i don't want to paraphrase you but i mean even just treating it as an afterthought in a way that they're not using not utilizing all its tools then i listen i'm not a tech guy i'm just taking i'm just saying what i'm thinking might be happening but like i said when we see a Senua Saga or a Starfield running on a Series S, then you'll see what it's actually capable of because they will be exclusively working on that hardware for years. Well, right? without having the ports to a PS5. Even the multiplats over the past three years or almost three years, like I've seen enough big games on the Series S to say, they they the Series S does pretty dang good. And there's there's only a few yeah, games that don't get us. Yeah. You have one, I, I right? Got, I got a Series S in my bedroom. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few games that don't have a 60 FPS mode, and but most do. Like The Steam Deck is less powerful, and minimum spec PCs that add around that. You know, it's all technical jargon. Babe Lincoln with the Canadian $2.79 says, Next Call of Duty game should be World War II, Call of Wolfenstein, uh, as, he, as he dreams for a crossover. With id, which and, and machine games, that'd be amazing. John RPG with the five says the mag don't miss. That's the super chat. Thank yeah. you very much. I appreciate that. 
I screamed that out in the arcade when I uh, when I beat Centipede, when I beat the final of the boss in Centipede. I put a video about it on a Twitter. I saw it. And I just like, yeah. you should have seen the people. I mean, no one could see because my son was filming. And I just went, the man, don't miss. And yeah, I look like a lunatic inside the, the arcade. But uh, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm sure you weren't the only one in there that was a slight lunatic. That place looks fun. <laughs> Brad Ward fight with the Canadian $2.20 says, take a shot of maple syrup, Colt. Yeah, you were making maple syrup uh, this morning. Uh, yesterday. Or yesterday. That is correct. In the, in the deep, dark woods of the Canadian north. <laughs> with all the yeah, snow and the, and the frigid tundra going on. Yeah, actually, it wasn't that cold. It was only minus three celsius so i don't know what the hell that is for you guys like i, I don't know uh, seven dollars something like that <laughs> <laughs> uh spartan 661 thank you for the super it says great show guys i think that starfield will sell more on xbox and pc than final fantasy 7 remake and final fantasy 16 combined i don't know about that uh maybe maybe final fantasy games sell pretty well and you're a fan mag is what what do you think of spartan's uh guess there First of all, I detest Final Fantasy games. Oh, I made a new yep. friend. I, I don't love them. I tried I Final Fantasy 15. I, I can't do I it. I trucked it. Yeah. Sorry. I can't do it. I've tried so many times, and I'm like, let me just try it. And I can't do it. I can't get into it, man. I don't like – I'm not – okay, I'm not a big fan of – not a huge fan of Japanese games. Just Capcom I could put up with because Capcom makes Resident Evil one of my favorite series of all time, right? But yeah, those games don't play or feel like Japanese games. I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody other than my insane brain. Um, but I just don't. Vibe yeah, yeah, they're well. It's not the. They're the more. They're more Western style, I suppose, and even that can be controversial to say. But I really loved uh, Resident Evil Three more than Resident most Evil people. Games are up there, like Resident Evil Seven yeah. is one of my favorite games of all time. No joke, of all time. I thought Resident Evil Seven was a masterpiece. It was a mastercraft of first-person uh, horror. Um, I thought it was an absolutely incredible game, like one of the best I've ever played. And I've been playing Capcom games since the 90s, you know, since since some of you weren't born because I'm so old. So, <laughs> well, you know, but... I uh, mean, can we say... Know, a... are, are we allowed to say that... I guess it sounds kind of kind of like you're being a jerk, I suppose. Whenever I say it, I don't feel like I'm a very nice guy, but there's an over-the-top, really exorbitant style that's in japanese games or japanese rpg games it's part of the culture of well, how their entertainment goes it's, yeah and, and and i didn't grow up around it as much as most people um that have that like anime or like yeah, those games and like when i play them anime. for me it's kind of like a culture shock like um when i was playing wolong like the voice actors are like it's yeah. the casual way they talk is just kind of off-putting. But then yeah, I, mean, I can also say that Western games can be really super ha heavy-handed and like, I'm going to go in there and take him out, you know? And, and it's like supposed to be ultra cool and it may come off as cheesy, but um, because it's our you culture. like what you like. It's you like what you it's like, like right? watching a it's like watching a hollywood film or or going to japan and watching a japanese action film it's 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 a different culture it's a different thing and mm -hmm. that's it's fine i respect it. i respect all of it i actually love the japanese culture we i wouldn't have be Samurai anywhere our games wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't wasn't for, it, for yeah the, they, the development they, of all these games yeah it's i mean yeah we only played japanese games for the first uh, first 30 years of my life anyway or 25 years of the gaming experience they were all mm -hmm. japanese games anyway right so i mean i, I love except for the atari but uh, besides that they were all japanese and they were fantastic oh, all, all my nes were. games that i loved i found out later that they were all completely um from amazing japanese studios and yeah. and then i might be ps1 ps2 and then mm -hmm. the shift happened then you got your naughty dogs then you've got your 
you know, you got your coalitions. Well, now you got your coalitions and everything else. And then, of course, you have your bungees and everything else like that. And then it changed, and then I gravitated, and then you got your Tomb Raiders, right? And yeah. uh, and your Uncharted's and all these other games, and, and of course, all the Rockstar games. And then they, they more reflected the Western culture, which, of course, I, I obviously identify more with. And then that's why I sort of gravitate towards that. So, like, I can, I can play a game like Last of Us or Gears of War or Halo or whatever, and obviously you know, gravitate towards those characters more. And uh, just like, like, you know, the other let, ones, let me pull the audience, like but Final Fantasy does nothing for me, but they, that's the, that, I want, I want to pull the audience because I can't say Japanese games, which some people like to throw that blanket over there. And that was kind of a controversy that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, yep. I think it was from, was it from the Square Enix lead or I can't remember, but like, there's there's South Korean games that are really big. There's Chinese built games and Japanese built games. So I don't, I don't want to say Eastern, but I don't even know how to say this, but I want to ask the audience yes or no, if they like those style of games, but how do I, what do I designate those games that, that covers it? Say. I'll just say, say Eastern games, but you know what I mean? Because there is a style like there's, there's definitely a European or uh, Eastern European style for sure. Stalker and Metro and Atomic Heart, like sure. and Dying Light too. Those games all are very, very similar in their style, and they're from completely different studios that are in like the same region of the world. It's so funny when we say this because we're just on planet Earth here. We're just trying not to fall into the ocean at this point. But I'll say, do you love Eastern games? And and since we've been talking. You all know in the chat what I'm talking about, and I'll ask the community because uh, I know there's big fans. I got Dante Moody in the chat who just has put up a super. I know he loves uh, he loves a lot of styles from around the world as well that that yeah. I've never like uh, like gotten into. But he says, hey, uh, hey, Colt, like I said, what's that? You're having fun and you're not hurting anybody. That's all that matters. As long as you're not putting somebody in a chokehold. Yeah. Uh, Dante Moody, thank you so much for the twenty dollars super. He says, Megan Colt, the new Tango Cash, great show, fellas. Go. Are we doing Thank okay, you. Meg? We're doing fantastic. <laughs> we're doing fantastic. I don't care. Hey, listen, man. You know what's funny? It's it's we're already past the two hour mark, and we're just we're just shooting oh. the breeze, baby. And you know what? We're just talking. We're just doing. We're just our talking. Thing. I'm just drinking water out of a uh, out of uh, that looks like Mountain Dew color when I drink through the straw. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. No, it's it's, uh, it's it's been great, man. We're having a good time. I'm I mean, I was time. nervous. Chats having a good time. A lot of people making fun of me, which is great. <laughs> I was nervous, so, Mag, because yeah. I hadn't done the show in a, in a couple weeks. Uh, bringing you on, like I was hoping that I would provide a good, op- a good, you know, good entertaining time for you and and the chat. And uh, I I had to fall back on the crush and maybe get a Mountain Dew. Uh, maybe that's just my weakness. Raiden Blade with the uh, with the member chat says, "What about Activision Spider Man games? Do you think that an enhanced version of the Marvel game would be ported or not? What are your thoughts?" Um, mm. Are you asking about the Activision Marvel Spider-Man games? Um, I was just I think they I... would. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Sony only has rights to the Hollywood, um, sorry, to Hollywood, to the to the film version of Spider-Man. Not, okay. not necessarily not the, character. 
the the character in the video game series. So I think the past, which you would consider legacy titles at this point, you're talking about like the old ones that they used to have, like that. Uh, the 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 yeah, those were those were actually really good games. Those are good Spider-Man games. Um, I don't think don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that those are free game, uh, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like the, the, those will be able to go on Game Pass. Why? Not? I don't think they will. They would own actually. that now. I think the licensing is probably up. Otherwise, those might have been back and pat. That's what I'm thinking. The uh, I would really like to play Spider-Man Dimensions. Am I calling that the That's right the name? The one I was thinking of, Dimensions, fantastic game. I hear it's fantastic, and I missed it. I only kind of messed it. around with one and two uh, afterward. I I think maybe the licensing for Activision games, like the Transformer games and the Spider-Man games, are probably not able to be brought in through back and pat. And when I talked to Bill Stillwell and Jason Ronald when they were when Bill Stillwell was at Xbox, they said that these licensing deals are like they're just done. Like there's nothing they can do about them and trying to bring them up is not cost effective to try to bring them back. So to answer you, Raiden Blade, I think the Spider-Man games can't just come to Game Pass or back and pat program the assassin with the five dollars says with games like redfall out and live service games like halo forza horizon 5 releasing new updates before e3 with rally he says what could xbox show first party wise for e3 yeah it seems like all this stuff's already out there mag so what does xbox need to show at e3 that's not already ready to be delivered indiana jones maybe yes Indiana Jones would be a game that I would need to see because the movie comes out literally uh, three weeks or two weeks after that uh, the Xbox showcase. So why not ride the wave of popularity? I mean, whether the, the game's going to be or the movie's going to be hot or not, that's uh, that's you know to be to be determined. But James okay. Mangold has not made a bad movie to date. If you actually look back and see all the James Mangold's movies, his last eleven movies were nothing but amazing films. So he's the one making the Indiana Jones movie. He's, he directed it. Okay, okay. I've so, never heard of him before. James, Sorry. James, okay. Well, his last movie he did was was uh, Logan. The Wolverine. Oh, okay, movie. okay, okay. That's good. That's and then good. he did like three ten to Yuma, and he did. Like, I didn't love these, Crystal like, Sk <laughs> Crystal Skull, so yeah, no, no, no. I, James Mangold took over for from Spielberg, and uh, he's he directed this film. Now the thing is, like I said, go IMDb James Mangold. Anybody in the chat or anybody who's who cares? Um, oh, good call by the way, Pete. Just Pete in the chat. State of Decay 3. Ooh, I wonder if that's I ready to be shown yet. all about that. It's been so long since we saw the half-eaten deer. Yeah, yeah. It's been like, <laughs> it's been two years solid. It's been, geez, they're pulling or three a, years. Uh, two years. Two years? Three years. They're, they're no, pulling it'll a rock star. It'll be, they it'll be thing and then nothing. If, if they but show you the you. E3 2020, it'll be three years. I can't do that math. Well, yes, dude, I can do also, that, Matt. We also just had, uh, in between the trailer and, and the, their next reveal, we also had a global pandemic. So that might have had a, you know, that might have had a big impact mm. on that game. So who the heck knows? I think E3 is, it's a guaranteed we see what Avowed looks like. Especially since we saw that that release screenshot um, like six months ago or eight months ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. Avowed. Man, it was almost almost a year ago we saw that screenshot. So yeah, Avowed right. is a is Obsidian's big game that I think we're going to see. Now, I'm not sure about Fable and Perfect Dark because it just seems like they're hiring too many people and we're hearing too many weird hiccups or delays. Like Crystal Dynamics has barely begun to work on Perfect Dark on their part. Yeah. And I they don't know what the hell's going on with that. 
They also that's, said that's that a, that's their you know, Tomb Raider game will come out first. Let them work on it. And then just you know, call me back when it's when it's ready. They're like, don't don't yeah. bother with with it right now. I don't want to see screenshots. I don't need to see developer like uh, you know developer diaries. Just work on it. Take your time. Do whatever you got to do. Keep us busy in the meantime. That's all that matters. You're keeping us happy. This is what this is entertainment for us guys. Okay, this is entertainment for guys and gals. Everybody. Okay? What this, this is like is our whole life here, bro. This I gotta like, fight on Twitter. The, I gotta get a, right, I gotta is, get a, a Triton and. It's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is what we do for fun, right? So keep us entertained. That's yeah. it. Like, it's not the end of the world if they decide to delay it another year, or whatever they want to do. Go ahead, do it. Why should you keep yeah. me entertained? I'm having a good time. When I'm finished work or I'm dealing, done with dealing with my kids or anything else like that, and I go sit down and I pick up a controller, I just want to have a great time and enjoy what I'm doing, get enveloped in whatever world I'm in and all that kind of stuff and in the story yeah. and the characters or whatever. I don't care. So if the game takes two more years, three more years, three, three more years, my God, I can't even speak anymore. Three more years? Then, sh- then just go work on it and don't talk about it, okay? That's how many that's words have about. you said tonight? That's, My God, that's why imagine? we're we're flubbing over everything. Uh, how the, the the chat wants to know about contraband. I've heard that they missed <sighs> I milestones. I heard they missed milestones last year. Uh, this is the Avalanche team, the team that made Just Cause three and four, not fantastic games, but apparently a so, third you know third person heist. Grand Theft Auto style heist game easily. that takes place in the seventies over in the Mediterranean somewhere. So right. it's like a period and and country location specific heist game. Which what I think is cool about this mag, since you and I are the oldest here in the entire show and chat, what I think is cool about Obviously. contraband is there's there's no cell phone, no technology, no closed circuit cameras everywhere. Yep. Like it is old fashioned, fast car, quick with your gun. Run and, and get the money, get out quickly. And, you know, when your line of sight is broken, you're good to go and you're rich. I think it might be pretty interesting to get away from the, oh, they can see us on the on the traffic cameras and the, you know, have you thought about that? Yeah, of course. And I'm like, you know what? What I, what I would consider period pieces now, because let's face it, the 70s was basically 50 years ago at this point, right? I mean, like, you know what I mean? So, like, the yeah, early 70s, yeah, unfortunately, 50 years ago, I mean, I was born in 75 and I'm 48. So, 1973 is 50 years. So, you know what? We'll call that a period piece. Bring it. That's why I loved Mafia 3. Mafia 3 took place in the 60s. Fantastic. Great music, great atmosphere. They nailed all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, okay, some of the, you know, some of the flying uh, boats and stuff like that. But besides that, they nailed the atmosphere. Go for it. And I would love the 70s. When someone mentioned that uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 was going to take place in the 70s, like this was like a rumor I heard a couple years ago. I mean, it's probably unfounded now. Or they say there's going to be time jumps. And they're like, oh, it might be in the 70s. I'm like, go. I yeah, want to please. drive a 17-foot Buick. I don't... Okay? I. We didn't talk about that in Grand Theft Auto because there isn't anything to hold on to, but I not yet. I don't I don't want it to take place in the 2020s. Like that was no, one of the I things I actually didn't 70s. love. I want everybody smoking. I want everybody drinking. I want everybody driving 17 foot long candy paint, uh, uh, you know, uh, Impalas with the with the roof down. I want platform shoes. Okay, I want I, trench coats. I they want nail- pimp suits. Rockstar nails the feel and the 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 lampoon of a certain time period. Um, Dude, how amazing! People don't know was, a um... lot. A lot of people don't know this, but Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was the one of the games that brought me back into gaming to where 
I was like, okay, I'm addicted. It's over. Uh, that's just all I'm going to do. And it was in uh, like 07. Like, because when I played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I felt like I was in the Menace to Society movie. I felt yes. like I was a character in Boys that. In the hood. It, yeah, it nailed Boys in the Hood and Menace and South Central. Yep. And it had all the music that I loved when I was in high school. Yep. And um, Rockstar just does that. And I think they're missing the boat, the boot, when they... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> when they make a game that's like supposed to be riffing off of modern day. And that would might be my only complaint with Grand Theft Auto V is your, your little cell phone that popped up and, you know, yep. the... The apps and stuff. I don't want the the iFruit. Remember yeah, that it's not the as I fun. Fruit? It's not as fun as the uh, iFruit. Give me nothing. Give me a revolver. Okay. How about okay? How about La Noir? How amazing was La Noir? Uh, they nailed the twenties and thirty. Or was I think it was the thirties actually? Nineteen uh, thirties Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. They nailed the thirties atmosphere. No, 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 no. AT. Wasn't it the fifties? It was during the. It was. It was during the Black Dahlia uh, serial killings. Okay, Black I thought it was Dahlia the 50s. Killings, which are real, by the way, if you guys want to check it out. It's actually a very scary thing. Uh, Black Dahlia serial killings in Hollywood took place, I think, in the 30s. Okay. I, I thought it was so interesting when you go to someone's house and they're like, the bathroom's out back. And they had like what would look like a pump house or a really nice yes. shed. And that's where yes. the bathroom was back there. In the, in the days, right. if you had to go to the bathroom, you walked out in the backyard and opened the door and went in and sat on your, your outhouse toilet. I'm asking the, the, uh, the chat... GTA six, what time period would you want? And I'll just say, uh, and I have to say this out loud for people who may be listening on audio on, on Spotify or Google or Apple podcasts. Thank you for checking out the show on demand. We appreciate it. GTA six. What time period would you want? Seventies, eighties, nineties, or modern. Sounds like a, sounds like a promo for, for a radio commercial. We play the best of the seventies, eighties, nineties, <laughs> and today on we have sunny 105.7. <laughs> Uh, I want to answer a few things in the chat real quick while people are doing that. Um, first of all, uh, shout out to Frank Kent, who said L.A. Noir is actually the 50s. That's where the Black Dahlia serial killings took place in the 50s. Nice, the Frank. Nice. Um, uh, Cord Wainer, don't think I didn't see that where he said Mag remembers the 1930s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm that old. And uh, Mr. Owner, to answer your question, these headphones are Turtle Beach 800X Elites. They are incredible headphones. Nice. Uh, they are the best that Turtle Beach makes. Um, the, the 30s I, would be I, I like use... the uh what do they call that the um that stupid dance when they have like the the flapper the flapper era flappers the, uh, the flappers yeah. was the 20s and 30s not that the was 50s. the 20s yeah maybe it was yeah the that was the 20s and 30s yeah right right during and after the depression um but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and that, that's it's... that's the time that i was just starting high school uh, according to the chat so <laughs> you know <laughs> Give me a Grand Theft Auto in the 1930s. It'll be fantastic. Hargy uh, Johnny. We didn't have teeth. We had wooden teeth. <clears throat> we were in the soup line to get some bread, and the stock market crashed. And we we drove our... I don't know what they drove back then for cars. Our night... Our, our Buick. So we have a Hargy Johnny with a $10 super chat. says two hey. of the top... Get, yeah, wave to Hargy Johnny. Two of the top franchises. What say what? Who? Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I do prime time gaming with Hargeet. Of course. I mean, Hargeet's all over the place. We're going to call him Hargeet World. (laughs) Hargeet Worldwide Chani is what we're going to call him. He says. Yeah, we're going to call him that. Yeah. Uh, He says two of the top franchises are Japanese. Mario and Zelda. Plenty of Asian games that are great. Elden Ring, anyone? Yeah. He says Hi-Fi Rush. Fantastic game. 
I didn't say all of them. I'm just saying I don't. I just don't like connect with some of the cultural things, like the, the way that the storytelling and stuff. And when you play a game like Final Fantasy, it's all about the story, right? It's 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 all yeah. about like the choices you make and 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 the the routes you take and all that kind of stuff. And if I can't connect to the characters because of that specific type of um, of, of storytelling. Um, then it just doesn't. It just doesn't do anything for me. That's all. That's all I was. Yeah, I mean, you're not so, telling people like, not, not to like, play the game. All over because I play a lot of Japanese games. I put, I put like thirty hours in Elden Ring. Yeah, I put like sixty Sorry. hours into Final Fantasy 15, and the characters, the way they talk, just drove me up the wall. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't do yeah the con the either. combat's great, but it's just it's a, it's it's maybe it's just not for me. But he says he he lists off these these uh, Asian games: Elden Ring, Hi-Fi Rush, Dead Rising. Yes, Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. Street Fighter, Dead Rising, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, Street I like Fighter, the older 90s, Street Fighters. Yeah, that was great in the nineties. Yeah, Yakuza, Hargit loves Yakuza. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden, I love the NES Ninja Gaiden games. Contra, love the NES ones. Metal Gear, yeah, the first few are pretty good, but other ones not so much. Amazing. Yeah, Four I mean, I played Metal Gear. I beat Metal Gear on the NES, Mag, and it was like no yeah, other yeah, game. Yep, yep. Yeah. Bob Digital with a $5 super chat says, don't forget about Stalker 2 coming in from the Eastern European studio, GCS Worldwide or whatever they're called, World Studios. Uh, Stalker 2, man, oh, I hope that right, comes Stalker out. Stalker 2, when is that coming anyway? Did they give a I release mean, date for that? I can't remember the place what happened hold, to it. Yeah, the placeholder says December, but... Um, oh, okay, all right. So it just seemed like the game was... It seemed like the game was done and they wanted to hit 2023 because they couldn't make 2022. Another like situation it, where Xbox... 20. Xbox Listen, like rule of thumb, Colt. When it says oh, December, gosh. you know it's twenty twenty four. It's always the year after. Well, I mean, Dead Island two said December every year for the past ten years. Well, there you at go. GameStop. <laughs> I I called GameStop on a YouTube video back in twenty fifteen. I recorded the phone call and I said, and they're like, GameStop, how can I help you? And I said. <laughs> I think he was like, GameStop, where you get your rewards. That's about a bunch of games. It's just a good free magazine. And I said, hey, um, can I pre-order Dead Island 2? And he's like, yeah, sure, sure. Just put $5 down. I go, okay. And then I hung up. And then I put that in my video when I was talking about how Eight Dead Island 2 was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like never going to release. Those YouTube videos? Eight years later. And then Colt's still waiting on his five bucks. Hey, remember I called you back eight years ago? <laughs> Somebody in the comment section was like, dude, they, they've had my $5 for like three years. Um, so, yeah. Jonas the Dad with the $5 Israel, super. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> Jonas the Dad says, heard it here. Colt says, avowed, guaranteed to launch a E3. Hit that like button. Mag is killing it. <laughs> shadow drop. Everyone wants the shadow drop. Shout out to Mag, everybody. Danny Passion says, Amazing show. Let's go. And Delia HD in the chat says it's my birthday. So everybody in the chat, right? Happy birthday, Delilah, Delilah Happy HD. Birthday. Yeah, met her at E3 in 2019. Um, she's she's great. Been on their show, Grown Women Gaming. They're they're super fun. Meg, um, let me look. Let's just let's just say this as we go out. Square Enix is not happy that they're not selling games, but they're gonna going to continue to make PlayStation yeah, exclusives. <laughs> They're going to continue to make PlayStation exclusives and they're going to make some NFT blockchain games. So good luck to Square Enix as okay, we I'm close up the show. <laughs> Meg, uh, thank you so much. This uh, The first yeah. show, I, I'm yeah. going to have to like just, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. It was uh, it was, it was was crazy. It was really crazy. Was I had a good time. time. Great time. Look at the time just flew. Two and a half hours. Holy no smokes. Point. Yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah. Well, we just yeah. kept going, but hey. 
that's how we do. And we will refine as we go over time. But I thought it was a great show. We had a great time. Chat, you guys are hilarious. Happy birthday, Delilah, by the way. Yay. And if you're coming to E3, come find us. And if you can't find us, look for the old bald guy that's wearing a shirt with a picture of an old bald guy on it. Look for Walter Joey Pans White slash uh, Taylor Swift. Is that what you said? No, Jenna Ortega. uh, You look like Jenna Ortega. um, Um, next week now I don't have I don't have it for sure but as planned next week Meg and I are going to be chatting for about an hour uh, for part of the show with Forbes magazine's Paul Tassie who's been um, who's been pretty excited about Xbox but still kind of you know, rubbing, uh, yeah, uh, digging the elbow into the back. But I think we're going to have a pretty cool conversation with Paul Tassie about where everything is heading. So he'll be on next week if everything goes to plan. If not, I, I'll get somebody else and, or maybe just Meg and I'll hang out, but it's going to be great. Um, Meg, tell everybody where they can follow you. I've got you in the description and, you know, say hi and bye and all that stuff. Yes. Well, you know what? It was an absolute honor. What a great way to start this uh, great way to start the uh, the show. Um, but, well, I will say the new show going forward. I had a blast, <laughs> had a great time. We had a great time, a lot of great laughs. Chat, you guys are hilarious. Uh, you know what? I always have these awful fears of be like, screw this man guy. He's not a sauce guy. He's not a blah, 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 blah. And you know what? And I was afraid it was going to be that. And I was going to be like, you know what? Do I have to like make, um, you know, uh, well, you know what? We can't do anything about Gaz anyway because he's in an Armenian prison and I put him there. So he's going to stay there for quite a True. while. Let's see. If, yeah. And you know what? His law degree ain't going to get him out because my people got him locked in. Anyways, in all seriousness, um, it's an absolute great time tonight. And like I said, chat, you guys were absolutely hilarious. So, um, Tyrone, I see you there, buddy. Um, and uh, you know what? Amazing. It was amazing that we had like uh, like like 1,200 people in the chat. Uh, obviously, hit the like button on your way out. But you know what? 1,200 people, I didn't miss a single comment from you guys. I couldn't answer you guys all the time because I'm too busy blabbing this mouth of mine. Uh, but, you know, but we're having a great time, and I, we had a great time. I really look forward to the future. I really look forward to getting together with you guys. And if anybody in the chat is down in that LA area during E3, don't be shy to come find us and DM me or whatever you want to hook up. Absolutely, I'll be down there. So, anyways, Colt, what an awesome show! I look forward to Paul Tassi next week. I got, I already have questions I want to ask him. Um, and uh, I, listen, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for what we're gonna do in the future, guys. Stick with it. Stick with us. We're gonna have a lot of great content coming up. Yeah, thank you, Mag. Um, I, I, I've also been watching the chat a lot more today than I normally do, and you guys are cracking me up. We, re- it really makes a difference. The chat really adds, adds a lot of like. We're all hanging out together on the show. I kind of moved the uh, the overlay out. I've got it 1440p, kind of changed things up to kind of clean it up. So I'm just kind of trying to make the show more enjoyable on the eyes. Sorry about our faces. You know, we'll work on it. We'll get some Botox. It'll be great. We'll look better, but we really appreciate it. Um, keep an eye out for my Redfall thoughts here in the next 10 days or 8 days, whatever it is. And uh, I've got more more content to make. I really appreciate everybody's support. Thank you for being here for so long. Mag, thanks again. We're going to hit the out button and we're going to call tonight. And uh, we really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for everything. Mag, way by. They're going to they're gonna be gone for like, like a week. We'll see you next week, guys. All right, see ya.